Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And we're back. We are back with episode three. So weird saying that. It's like usually like episode 327. (laughs) Episode three of season eight. It feels good. Like it feels good being three in and... I have a lot to say about this episode, and we have a lot of things to get into. So, yeah, lots of updates. So, I thought it was a good episode. Lots of notes to talk about. Um, first, a couple of birthday shout outs. Um, first and foremost, happy birthday, Chad B, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is taking for one for the team on his birthday today so that Holly can be here and podcast immediately after the episode. So yeah, I his family was like, are we getting together for his birthday? And I was like, oh, we're going to postpone like acting like it was him that, you know, really wanted to do something like another time. But really, it was I knew I had to go. <laughs> and then today, as I was like leaving, I'm like, OK, Chad, I'm out of here. And he's like, what, what do you mean? He pulled the he didn't remember where I was going and then like did the hurt thing, you know, like, oh, OK. And he's like, well, I'm really hungry. Do you think you can like pick me up some food before you go? And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever you want. Like, We should have ordered something to be delivered. (sighs) But um, we'll celebrate. We will celebrate another time. Like he's going to be fine. Um, He's going to Vegas with you? Yes, I think. There's a possibility that I'm not going to, he's not going to go, but... Well, try to. It's just a like. Um, so this weekend I'm going to Vegas because Ronnie has her first like musical theater competition, and it's going to be a lot to be there with Daisy and yeah, and then also managing Ronnie and like making sure she gets. She's in seven numbers. She's competing wow. seven times, and it's stressful. It's stressful for me. She has no idea it's stressful because she's just like, "What's next?" You know, and I'm like, "Ah, like change the hair, <laughs> change the costume." And I'm like super used to doing competitions from baton. I was a competitive baton twirler. And um, so I, I know the drill, but it's a lot for her. She's five. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it's, it's a like lot of numbers to remember. Am I going to get the go-go juice out? Maybe. You know, am I going <laughs> to use some honey boo-boo techniques? I don't know. We'll see what type of like dance mom I am. <laughs> I've already had like a couple meltdowns. It's it's a lot. You should be filmed. I know. Hmm. This whole thing should be... You should see how crazy this is. Aren't they filming it again? Dance Moms? It's back. Or came back. It's back, yeah. I mean, I freaking love Dance Moms. I loved it until the whole Chloe thing happened, and then I had to step away. And now I've kind of come back. So I stayed with it all the way through, like, JoJo, and then... Then when it was pretty much up until she went to prison and then I haven't watched since she came back. I think I dropped off the season before she left because I just didn't know any of the kids anymore. Even Jojo had left. So I was I was like, this is a good time to leave. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Chad. Sorry. Hopefully you can celebrate in Vegas or tomorrow. Um, Also, it's birthday this week. Lisa M. Jennifer B. Lindsay M. So Lisa's on the 25th. Jennifer's on the 27th. Lindsay's on the 31st. I thought I'd just throw that in there. Not that many this week. Nice. Happy birthday. Yeah. Have a good birthday. If you guys, it's your birthday, shout it out in the Facebook group. There was a post where everyone kind of listed theirs. 
Um, so I'm sure a lot of you guys did not. So feel free to shout it out. And we will if we see it. So with that, okay, it's been a busy week. Lots of activities, which I'm so happy I have no plans going forward. So, okay, let's see. Friday, I went, I was going to Hollywood and anyways, and Stasi had posted that they were closing on their house the next day. And we had the address. People had figured that out and posted it all over and, you know, all over the interweb. And I mean, by the address being posted, it was just the Zillow listing. Like it's right. You know, it's not it wasn't even like hunted for. It was just there. Yeah. And I realized it was about five minutes away from my friend's house. So I'm like, oh, I'll just swing by and just take a look. You know, see how it like looks compared to the Zillow pictures. I mean, because the pictures we saw, someone found an extended listing of pictures and it was stunning. Mm-hmm. Very charming and beautiful house. Um, it looks massive from the one shot that's on the backside of the house built into the cliff. Um, it's really not like from the front. It really looks like a little bungalow with like an old timer garage. And Cool. Um, but from the other side, it looks like this massive mansion. Um, but all the pictures inside look really cute. So I would just <clears throat> say, so you go up Beachwood, that's the road that like leads, it's the best road to get a shot of the Hollywood sign. So you, I'm driving, driving pretty much right up into the Hollywood sign. And finally, my GPS tells me to take a right. So then I'm following the GPS going on this twisty, turny, hairpin turns up and down the mountain, right and left, small little roads. Finally, until I get to the turnoff, which is almost there. But there are these two huge crane trucks blocking the entire road. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even get through. Big sign saying no tra- or no through traffic. Blocking it. I saw some other cars come up and they were like, uh, what do we do? Everyone's kind of circling around, looking at the trucks. And then people just kind of went a different way. So I'm like, okay, I'll just, I was going to give up. And I thought, well, let me just see. There's a backside, obviously. So let me try a different way. Mm-hmm. So I started going, and then my phone completely lost signal, which I've now read that there's just no signal up there. Mm-hmm. Lost all my GPS. So I'm completely lost, and I'm winding up and down and around this mountainish kind of hill and getting frustrated and freaked out because I've now like, there's so many hairpin turns that you can't remember your bread, uh, breadcrumb trail, you know? Right. So I'm like, ah, so I finally see Holly Ridge drive. And I'm like, Oh, that's the road. Okay. This must be the other side of it. So then I follow it until I get to their address, which was a really long drive. Like going that back way, it probably took me 30 minutes. What? Yeah. So I think if I was able to go the way where the trucks were blocking the road, that would probably take 15 minutes to get down, up or down, Um, max 10. Um, I was not able to do that way, but I went down a different way, close to that way. So what's the main street that you're turning, like I'm driving? and So basically the closest main street is Beachwood drive okay give me another one like what's another street oh um well it's off you know where the scientology okay okay so from there 
it's a solid 10, 10 minutes at, on a good day. Is, is that what you're oh, saying? Or, oh, or more, more, more. Yeah. So their closest grocery store would be Gelson's. Um, there's a little at the bottom of the hill um, called, uh, what, what's their neighborhood? Hollywood, like whatever their little canyon neighborhood is called, like a little market. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not a grocery store, just like a little cafe and market um, tucked into the canyon. And then Gelson's and by the Scientology Center would be their closest. So, yeah, I would say from Gelson's to their house, minimum 15 minutes. But you have to keep in mind, they're like one lane roads. And so you have to go slow. They're, it's constantly turning. So I had so many people zooming down the hill really fast. You know how they kind of do at Heidi's house? Yeah. And you're like, whoa, because they're just used to it. Right. But it's like, you really got to be careful. And then I sent you or I showed you guys videos. People park because there's no parking anywhere. So they just put their car in and we're like, good. they're like, good luck. I had to go through the weeds. I almost had a sign. I almost took the car out just to squeeze past. And he was on the main road. Well, not to like jump into your story, but um, how do you think that that is going to work with like a filming van? Not at all. And like, <clears throat> or just like the crew. Yeah, that's going to be tight squeezes. Um, I mean, obviously, and, like, big trucks got up there because they were doing construction and whatnot, but it's not going to be convenient. Mm-hmm. And then there's really no parking. I mean, there was uh, when I finally got to her place, there was like a retaining wall. You could park in front of it. But there were signs saying no parking, like city signs. Oh, wow. So um, I don't know where production would park, really. Hmm. Um, there's barely enough room for cars. And a lot of these places don't really have driveways because they just have a little tiny garage built into the cliff. And so it's like one car or, you know, they use it for storage. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Going back down was even more traumatic. And I almost started crying and having a panic attack. I was going to pull over and ask these landscapers if they would drive me down because I'm like, I can't get off this damn hill. It was just going to take me backwards, forwards, sideways. So it was a nightmare, and I decided, well, her house is, you know, it blows the others away. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, just historical character charm, just it's, it's very pretty. I would never be able to do it with that location, ever. Um, like if that house was given to you right now, you couldn't do it? No, I'd sell it. You couldn't, you, you can't sell it. You can either live in it or like it. not live in it. <laughs> you really? I mean, it's a deal breaker for you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if I didn't never had to pay mortgage or rent and I don't really want to live there anyways, but I mean, that's a tough one. Wow. That's crazy. But you know, like when casinos and they're giving away a new car and you're like, you don't really like the car, but you're like, hell, I'll take it and I'll sell it. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) It's like that. Yeah. 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 I'll take it. But I mean, I, I think I'm like Stassi in that, like I've always, always, always dreamed of living in the hills. Mm. Like that's for sure. Like where, like when people say like, oh, like, would you ever move to LA? Like, that's what I picture. I don't picture the valley or anything like that. Like it's like always... But I never, I never 
thought of like when I saw like what you went through to get there I never thought of all of that the logistics I mean that's why I left Santa Monica is it got so bad where it's like it's hard to find places to park or just go to a target was a nightmare well it seems like it's going to be like a huge problem for Uber or like a food delivery place because if you lose signal like they're not like why would they continue like working hard if they don't have the information and like I mean, I lived in like an apartment and like they would drive around like my like circle and they would not be able to find it and just leave. Like they would just can't, they'd be like order canceled. Well, so we took an Uber later that night. We went out from, you know, just the hill on the other side of their place. Um, And, you know, they don't live that far up. It's just a couple turns. Yeah. Um, But the Uber... You know, it's tricky. You have to turn around and Beyonce's house. Yeah, it's scary. (laughs) But we were telling, I was telling her about where I had just been. And she goes, oh, yeah. She's like, I I never accept those rides. She's like, it takes so long to get up there. You can't find it. Or it's just, she just doesn't take them. Yeah. It takes too long. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're in for an awakening on that. But good for them anyways. Well, they did confirm that it's her house, not Bo's. Okay, okay, wait. So finish the house story and then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get okay. into that. So then I've, okay, I finally find it. I'm like, oh, thank God. And park where it says not to park because there's nowhere else to park except for in like a neighbor's driveway. So. And it's not like a cop's going to come bust you up there at that moment because no. it's going to take them a long time to get there. I understand what they said. How they're not going to have like people leave their doors open because there's no drive-by traffic. Yeah. Um. So I park, leave the car running, window open because um just want to check it out. So I go just kind of walk and look, take pictures. You guys, I posted my videos and pictures in the Facebook group, so you can go check them out. Vanderpump Rules Party on Facebook, private and closed group. And so then I see, okay, the front, like the retaining wall slash fence has like these two cute, like Hansel and Gretel wooden door things, Uh right? Like, what do you call those things? Like... Not French doors, but you know they open like a like almost like a garden door, like to like garden a secret door. garden or something. That's yeah. how I picture it. But that is open, and that leads to the front door. So, like if you are a delivery person, a delivery person, you have to go through that to knock on the front door. Right, right. So I have people knocking on my door all the time. So when people are like, "You went in there," I'm like, "Well, a it was open, and b I." This is people come to my door. I'm not shooting them. Well, I have a gate <laughs> on mine and mm-hmm. um, you have to open it to come to our door or to ring that. So yeah, I when people do come back there, yes, it's, it's, sometimes it's alarming, but I know like there's no other way to service my house than to open right, the gate to get to the front door. Yeah. And I wasn't um, I knew they weren't in there yet. It was just closing that day. So technically it was still on the market and I knew they weren't there and moving in. I wouldn't be intrusive or trespassing or anything like that nor did I uh, but that did have it's just like the little garden patio had a barbecue grill at the end I it's, do have to say when the video like in the video when you go through that gate I was like oh my <laughs> gosh like you guys like when Sarah and I do go on a mission together Sarah's always like the really like you're always um careful Right. I was like, like super, you better not say risky because you're the one. That no, the like you're thing. always cautious and like super respectful. Law abiding. Yes. <laughs> and when like when you took that step through, I was like, 
Oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't at first. Like, and then I was you like, really took one for the Holly's team on gonna that one. like, eh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you went, but what I love about it is the timing that you chose because it you did not do anything wrong by doing that. And they're not in there. I don't even think she would care. And I didn't go to like, I didn't open the door because no, it's not like you were trying hand. Like you're like, Hey guys, look at this. Here's how the handle sounds like that. Yeah, would be no, really I didn't creepy. even try the handle. Um, so when you go in, I see why that, that fence garden patio wall is there because the front of the house is all glass. Uh-huh. So when I was in there as if to drop off a flyer on their door, right. Um, it is all glass, so you could see into almost all the rooms. Mm-hmm. So it was bit, that's how I could see it. it was very pretty in person too. Um, but I didn't try the door handle to walk into the house because Good, I yeah. feel like that would be trespassing. Yeah, I have respect to people. So yeah, I saw the plants. I think that Bo said they left for him and and whatnot. I mean, that was about it. And just had the, a horrible drive down, and then we heard. Oh, I guess we heard the podcast before. Yeah, when he was talking about it being in her name. I okay, so I heard it after your your tour. So um I wasn't even gonna listen to it and then like everyone was talking about it so much that I was like, Oh, I'm I have some time, let me listen to it. Yeah, because he was kind of snarky. So what we are talking about is Stassi's latest podcast, or she might have just released another one, but go and listen to it. And Actually, you're right. It was on Friday. It was released on Friday. They recorded on Thursday. And that's how, yeah. Because I think I'd listen to it on my drive up or something. Oh, I forgot to mention the stairs, too. The stairs right by their house. I couldn't tell if it was part of their house or, like, public. But it's a very weird place for, like, just some, like... That looked like a common area. Like like, a, like Santa Monica stairs or yeah. Laguna stairs. That's kind of... Like, if people do exercise there or hang out there, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Well, the stairs were very scary. They were, like, basically straight down. There was no angle. And they looked old and cracked and crumbly. And I just... I'm it was like, so cool looking. I wanted to walk down a little bit because I thought, oh, I'll get another view of the house. Yeah. But they were just too scary. Oh my God. I want to go so well, bad. I mean, if this, someone looked it up and they said the stairs were part of a hiking trail in public, so we could go up there and just be hiking. I mean, like I've wanted to do some workouts on stairs. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into the podcast. I read everyone's notes and I read the Reddit account or whatever was going on where they kind of broke it down. And so I was ready for the episode. I was ready to hear, you know, the awkwardness or like them fighting back and forth or what, I, whatever. I read it. So I was prepared and I still was stunned. Absolutely stunned. Um, and like I can understand both sides of like I could feel why Bo felt a certain way and I could feel and I could like feel Stassi's tension and like frustration with the whole situation too. Yeah. So basically what happens is they're talking about the home buying process, but she pretty much starts out and says, well, I was just being nice by saying we are homeowners. It's actually me that is the homeowner. So <laughs> yeah. let's like totally get, emasculating. Really? Yeah. I mean, truly. Yeah. Especially since they are getting married. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but then just like the, his frustrations that he was talking about, like, 
her only looking at two houses or just basically how like he was frustrated with like Stassi to the core. Like you could tell that, you know, she did her like oh, known Stasi like fit. He called her Veruca Salt. On yes, the, I I want a house now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Like there was just there was a lot. There was a lot to process, and so he said he's gonna just. Well, don't. I mean, you guys, I'm gonna pay rent or I'm gonna pay utilities or something. So I'm gonna be paying my my fair share too. And like he was real defensive about that, as anyone would be. Um. I don't know, but that like paying the utilities is not the same as paying for like the house. And I don't think he even said all. I think he said some. <laughs> like so he's going to throw in 300 bucks. <laughs> well, they're going to need a lot of AC up there, I'll tell you. That's the other thing I wouldn't want to be up there for is during fire because this the roads are so tiny. I mean, think about how hard it is to get down or up to Big Bear during fires. Well, those are like big highway roads. These are tiny little trails almost, and that would be scary. Or just the smoke itself from nearby fires. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean, just he he should be making more money now with like show money. Um. Yeah. So so as they were like kind of like going back and forth about like how she bought the home, and he's like he was like super defensive, and he's like. Well, it's not like I have like a best-selling book with a big chunk of change that I can throw towards it. So, sorry, I'm not the one with the money. But actually, when you think about it, so last year, I think if you're just like a side feature kind of bow, Carter, Jeremy, you get like five grand. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe what Janet will get or something, Logan, who knows. So that's not, you know. I'm sure he didn't get that deal. Like he was more featured than I think that. He got more than that. Of course, yeah. But then think about how much time he took off from his day job to travel around with her book tour and all that and their vacations. So he really wasn't doing his day job all that much last year. Yeah. Um, I also got the feet like. Uh, it was reminding me of a lot of things. Like as they were fighting, I was getting flashes of like her and Jack's fighting. I was getting flashes of her and Patrick fighting. I was um, this whole time. Like I thought, okay, I've been going like with what everybody has been saying. Like Bo's good for her. Like good for her. Like she found her person. After hearing this, I'm like slightly concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they have like an uphill battle coming for like marriage and this home renovation, like everything. It's, it is not, and just see, it's not a fairy tale. And just seeing him. Yeah. Because he's very practical and she wants things now. And, and then just even style wise, like they're, they've been filming them so much in their apartment this season alone. He's always, like I said, has the bed head. He's got like the dad clothes, the tattoos she and everybody else in the world hate. Yeah, and you can just tell that anytime he opens his mouth to say, like, he's like, well, you know, I'm going to, you know, look at the bathroom and see, like, which, you know, I showed you, like, you can tell she wants to, like, rip his head off because he's, like, talking about stuff he doesn't quite know or, Mm. I don't know, just, like, every comment, I could tell it was rubbing her the wrong way. So what's the difference in him paying for a couple utilities or Carter paying for a couple utilities? Or like in if like why is like, you know, let's like take gender out of it. Like 
Lala and Randall or Brittany and like yeah. all of them. Right. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Jax even said that on that podcast on the Daily Dish po- podcast where he just went off on everyone. He's like, no, we have an agreement. I mean, she's a great wife. Like, you know, I I take care of her financially. You know, I I support her in the financial way and she makes me sandwiches or you know what I mean? Like he's basically she supports me in other ways. Yeah. Okay. Spell it out for us, Jax. But he like flat out said the financial thing. Which, But I also like reading in between the lines. And I think this was like triggering for me too, because Stassi has always been like super out in the open about her like credit problems or like remember like we watched her struggle like when she was at rock bottom about getting her own apartment separate from Patrick and she literally could not get approved places or her car loan was like such a pain in the ass like all these things and now she's at this different level where she's literally purchasing a home which is huge Mm -hmm. and um and I feel like Bo is like still in like that first phase of like he has two bankruptcies like he Mm -hmm. like possibly is just not in the same shape as her which she was in that shape like not that long ago but still like he just can't it's hard that's a that's not an easy pill to swallow and even if you love the person so much like you want to just be like f off (laughs) I don't know yeah well but I think that that's awesome. And, and you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with her like nicely saying, like, I'm very proud of my accomplishment of being able to buy a home. Like, I've worked really hard for this. Yeah. And I'm glad I can share it with you, Bo. Like, I feel like there was a better way to like, like, why did not she take him- his not not hurt his feelings? Like, yeah. it, it could have just been celebrated. Like, sh- she does deserve it. Like, she had like, yeah. they they deserve it. But it, I can't say I'm wondering that if he's not even like on the paperwork because of his past bankruptcies. Oh, I, I, it doesn't. I don't. I don't think he is. I mean, you th- I think it's just her. Oh, she made the choice. It wasn't like yeah. Because uh, you know, when you go through the home buying process, if you're both on there, you both have to be up there. Yeah, I. I just. I don't know why. Like, but I strongly got the vibe that it's just her. Or it's like a prenup thing. Yeah, it technically would be hers. Before, because she bought it before they were married. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if, if she was really careful, she could do that. Well, TBD. So, but I, I just left that podcast feeling like sad. Like I was like, I, I thought that it was going to be like a different sort of wedding we were going to have with this with them you know like it was going to be happy and like yay like not a Jackson Brittany not a Tom and Katie not even a Lala and Randall like it's Bo and Stassi who are so you know like oh like he he taught her how to be loved you did it you know whatever and I was just like yikes this is like I see the bickering the bickersons already starting to happen yeah and, and I she's think gonna she held her tongue a lot before they were engaged and she's gonna get sick of his like I don't want to say like it's kind of his ego it's it's Mm -hmm. something it's like this man I don't know like it just I was just like yikes he's like kind of a know-it-all yeah and she's a know-it-all too but she'll back down a little bit but he doesn't Mm -hmm. 
Like he does in the preview for next week to Sandoval. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything more on that? Nope. All right. So then on Sunday, Monday, I can't remember. I went to Vanderpump Gardens in Las Vegas. So I know I had gone there before, but remember, I I don't wait in lines. It's, it's a real problem for me. And it was pretty brand new. So the line was big and the wait was long. And I was alone and did not want to wait in that line alone. Um, really should have thought about bringing some like business cards or merchandise to pass out to the people in line. Yeah. Because they would be our demographic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so we go. I go with two friends. Um, welcome to the group, Teresa. She is my friend from high school's colleague and friend. And my friend told her about me and the podcast. And she was all excited because she loves Vanderpump Rules. So I no guess way. She listened, That's cool. listened and joined. And she was saying she was really nervous about the questions that like, do I have an H? Do I not have an H? And you know, what, you know, what city, like she knew California. And she's like, are they going to boot me out? Because I, spell our name wrong <laughs> oh that's so fun. so sarah's talking she's talking about our facebook group to enter our group you have to answer a couple questions i always wonder about that like if i saw that on like a group that i wanted to enter i would just not enter or i would just like not answer the questions and see what happened yeah well they're on a lot of the groups now i mean they were before us like a yeah. lot of the groups i joined you had to do that and it's just to keep out like bots or like really negative people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we added it because, yeah, there was a, an attack being plotted. Yeah. <laughs> infiltration. That was crazy. Yeah. I feel like we will probably get attacked by them again. Like it's just, it just happens. Like someone talks about us and boom, you know. It's crazy though. It's like Swifties. It's like I could be like, you know, Sheena Shea is like, I don't know, something like sleeping with every man on the show and she's disgusting and like no one would attack us. And I could be like, uh, I wasn't a fan of Stassi's outfit. You hate her. You troll. You're going to die. Why do you watch this show? Like if you hate the, them. So I'm like, I just said, I is just this a like hate, outfit. Is this a hate group? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, if you guys like that is like, yeah, some of those things I see in other like Bravo groups is crazy or even things I hear in other podcasts descriptions or whatever. Like we are, we are mild, mild <laughs> anyways. So I went there and we tried. Um, okay. So there was a little bit of, line. they opened at three. I think we got there about three thirty. There was a little bit of line, but it was five minutes. Um, and they seat us. And then I had a bit of a problem. I pulled kind of an attitude like I did with Frutia. Uh oh. <laughs> well, here's this is my biggest pet peeve. And most restaurants do this and it drives me insane. However, it didn't help Vanderpump Gardens any um that on Friday night when I was out in LA, we went to this place and I was blown away. I'm like, finally, somewhat a place that gets it. There was three of us, we sat down, they gave each of us our own cocktail menu and our own food menu. Now, you know how Lisa's Restaurants has a real problem with that. Yeah, I, I don't get that. They like to give you one one of each, no right. matter how many people you have. Yeah. And then they come over, hi, can I take your drink order? Well, I yes, but I don't know what I want because I'm waiting for my friend to review the list. And then she's got to give it to our other friend. And then I'll review it. And maybe in 20 minutes, we'll be ready. 
But, yeah. So it makes no sense to me. It's like, don't you want to shuffle us out of there and turn and burn the table? And and at Vanderpump Gardens, like they only have small plates. So I realized I think their mission is let's not do these big entrees so we can crank out these tables fast. Okay. Everyone's going to have one or two cocktails and a couple small plates. We got a line outside. They can just really service it, um, which is not a bad idea. But I was just irritated because there's three of us. She, one cocktail menu, one food menu. Um, it's actually the same menu. And I'm like, um, and I literally said, I'm like, God, I hate this. And she was still standing there. And I'm like, can we have another cocktail menu? Because she had asked if we wanted a cocktail. And I said, well, we don't know because only I am holding it. So they can't even see what you offer. So can we get another menu, please? And then she was like, oh, um, like it was like a strange request, like totally gave me attitude. She's Are you like, kidding me? Yeah, no, there, it was a pause, a hesitation. And then kind of a like, I guess. Yeah. She's like, sure. And then she comes back with one more. No. So now we have two between the three of us and we all three have our like flashlight phone, our phone flashlights out. So we're like, really? what's the problem with the menu? Like she spent all this nickelene money on the, the light fixtures there. She brought in the trees. She put in Caesar's palace. You, the menu is really the, the budget breaker. Like, is it too like, Oh, like let's, um, let's create like a conversation. So it starts with one person, they pass it and they're really talking about the drinks and the food. Like that can't be it. <laughs> no. Right. But this is it. All the remember Tom Tom. They gave us one menu. Yes, yeah, someone weigh in on this. Someone like does sir, is, is there a, a sir? They oftentimes short us menus or give us um, part of the menu that's missing. Yes, that always happened or sticky. Ew. And then again, only one cocktail menu. Always, it drives me insane. It's like you guys would sell more if everyone had their own menu. Could review. That's a natural upsell. Dumb. So we go through our two menus and, oh, while we're waiting for our drinks, um, Teresa had said, she's like, wow, I'm really surprised that all the flowers here are fake. And I'm like, yeah, we noticed that at Tom Tom too. Like, and I get it. It's just a lot of upkeep. But she's like, but look at these. It was like this crappy little clear vase with like a fake rose and a fake daisy or something in it with some fake baby's breath. And she goes, this looks like it came from the Dollar Tree. And so I feel it, and it does. Yeah. It's like not even um, Joanne Fabrics level. It's Dollar Store. Really? Super cheap, ugly, had no purpose being there. Again, the tables are kind of small, so they she loves to clutter it up with a bunch of shit, like a Tom Tom. Yeah. Where there's no room for the actual food. Um, So just just don't have the flowers on the table. Or you know what? Have one small thing floating in a little votive or something. Yeah. More charming. So not sure what's going on there, but it was really pretty. It's really small. Um, so you can go deep back in there into the bar area. But it's like Tom Tom. You have to be seated to get a bar seat. Okay. But I would say the size of it is like Tom Tom if they didn't have the back section. Okay. So. That is small. Yeah. So it was all small plate food so we overall we had six drinks five different kinds and then three different plates 
and this is where I'll break it down. All right. So we got, uh, my friend wanted to try the goat cheese balls, obviously, but they were very different than Sir's. So they came five or six of them instead of three. Mm. They were really small, but like more bite sized. They weren't like those big gray balls. And then they were like bright yellow. Like I think they put turmeric in there or something hmm. or saffron maybe. But they were bright yellow. You know the ones that sir are like brown, brownish gray and then have like a thick coating. These were more like sauteed in a light crispy kind of breadcrumb. Okay. Did they did you say it was good? Yeah, both my friends had them and they both liked them. Said they were really creamy and good. Okay. So Sounds like they were better than the ones at Sir. Then we got the bacon-wrapped Manchego cheese stuffed dates, and those were really good. Okay. And then these potato puff things. They were like potato croquettes with parsley and parmesan and truffle oil. But like, What's a potato croquette? It's like a tater tot. Oh, okay. It's like a glorified tater tot. Okay. So it looks just like a tater tot, tastes just like a tater tot. It's just like a little sauteed instead of the big thick coating um i don't know about the truffle oil like tom colicchio said that should be illegal because truffle oil is not actually made from truffles so i'm kind of with him on that but they were good um but nothing that i really need to go back and have like i'd only go back if i was there with someone that really wanted to go yeah same with the cocktails i will say i like the cocktails better than the ones i've had at tom tom and obviously it's her. Um, the first one, me and Teresa got the same one. And while they're expensive, like Tom Tom prices, they're much bigger. So you saw I posted some pictures in the group. Like her and I, like mine came in like a big whole, like tumbler. Um, and it was good. It was a little sweet. We didn't think it was going to be sweet because it was like hot vodka, jalapeno, uh, peppercorns, bitters. Um, and then the the sweetness was just grapefruit liqueur and fresh pineapple, but it came off really a little too sweet, but it was still good. Um, Angelique got the hanky panky, which the waitress said was her favorite. Um, that's like pisco, strawberry, basil, grapefruit, lime, and egg white. Mm. Um, and then I got a different one that had the aquafaba in it that the Toms love to talk about. Yeah. That was the English garden which was Hendrix, elderflower, basil, cucumber, lemon lime, black pepper, lavender, celery bitters. Like, where do you even buy celery bitters? I guess that was one thing some people said about the Cocktails AF book is that some of the ingredients are very difficult to find or very expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's why they have different categories and chapters for different simple to complex. Every time I hear the title of that, like it... I can't. I'm like, are you talking about Stassi or Ariana? Yeah, I told her that when. um, (laughs) Well, I mean, I wasn't being a dick. I was being it was constructive criticism. But, you know, when the title got leaked. And then weren't you like, "Um, that's not the title, is it? And she's like, no, yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, I said, by the way, this was out there. uh, and, And she's like, no, that's not supposed to be out there. It was leaked and blah, blah, blah. But and I said, well. 
it is out there. And a lot of our people are asking about the title. I'm like, that's not really it, is it? I go, just because everyone's saying like Stasi, it's Stasi, 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 Stasi. Yeah. And, and I said, I agree. Because that is what pops into my head. Yeah. And she said, well, she gets it. They wanted it to be fancy as fuck cocktails. Um, but the publisher wouldn't allow that. Yeah. And, you know, it's not good to be on display. And yeah. I get that. But I but still think they should have come up with something I different. I mean, like, fancy as fuck sounds way different than fancy AF. AF. It just does. For some reason. Well, I never hear them saying AF, Sandoval or Ariana. So it's just, we hear Stasi say it all the time. Yes, yes, yes. So it's just attached to her. So, I mean, it was, const- I said, well, you might want to think about changing that. <laughs> <laughs> also, why is your name second and Tom's first? And that she changed. Yeah. <laughs> that got switched. But it wasn't, I wasn't ripping on it. I was just like, mm. no, yeah. It's just like branding. No, it was like an honest thing. And what I wasn't alone. Everyone in our group was saying the same thing. So yeah. I, was, I was just, uh, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. No, she was fine. So, all right. Well, anyway, so the English Garden was really good. I would get that again. Um, Angelique got the, the Puff, the Magic Dragon. And that was like a smoky mezcal dragon fruit. That was a super, Ooh. the super purple one, which strangely enough, you would think that would be super sweet, but it wasn't. Hmm. So that one was good. Um and then we tried the cold-blooded, which is kind of like an old-fashioned. So overall, I mean, it wasn't – I mean, the drink size was good for the price. They're expensive, but they're expensive everywhere in Vegas, and they aren't any more expensive than Tom Tom. But you get a good portion of it. And same with the small plates. It's it's more money than you should pay for a small plate. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, Vegas. it's like a pretty good option. Like if you don't want to go do like a steak dinner somewhere or something, you can just go with your friends. If there isn't like a huge line, get yeah. it, get in there, have a drink, have like a little appetizer and then like go out for the night. Or because yeah, I was full from that and I didn't even have the goat cheese balls. And But then I could still like... Not be like, oh, I have to lay down. Did it seem like there could be like any um, like drama with the staff? Was the staff like pretty and like yeah. Sir-esque? Yeah. But it didn't seem like there was that many. Because I walked through a couple times. It was like there was a couple bartenders and then maybe three server. Well, I guess they, they did have um, the hostesses and doormen. They had like three or four of those. It was like all guys. Like one guy had this sequins rainbow blazer on. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But it didn't seem like anything like that was happening. So not that exciting if you're looking for, hoping you're going to, you know, see somebody. I don't think, you know, it's very likely. Yeah. And also it's in Caesars, and once again, I got lost, and once again, I was cursing Peter. Damn it, where's the casino scout? You know, that really could have helped me out. Did you catch um, Peter's live story today? You know, no. How, how did I miss that? Let me tell you how amazing it was. So it was at about, during the day, I, I don't, I'm going to say... 11 a.m. ish Hmm. and so I clicked on Peter and he was um, at his skincare person's place 
and he was like, hey, guys, I can't do the voice, but basically he was like, hey, guys, like, you're going to see me doing this all the time now. Look at this. And like, there's a girl that he didn't show her face, but you could hear her voice. And she's like, okay, this is what you're going to use in the morning. This is what you're going to use at night. And like explaining to him what to do. So he's like, all right, guys, do you want to, I don't know, see me wash my face? (laughs) No, I I wish I was on. So I could have been like, no, I was like, (laughs) I was like, pirates don't use skincare, Peter. Like, I don't understand what's going on. And like, it was just like, I don't know. The amount of delusion, like when he sits down and like does those little videos of himself with uh, playing his Peter Riffick slot, like he's outside like an office building in a suit playing his slot that he thinks like the amount of interest that he thinks people have is shocking. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I actually wish I could be more like Peter in that way where it's just like, yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to go live. I'll see you in a couple minutes. And it's like my three viewers would be like very entertained. You know, it's like he didn't have much many more than that. Like, yeah, he has the same viewers as we do. Like, let's be real. And, and, he, and he just keeps going like he but he lives his life as if the blinders. He's like Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But maybe that's why he has someone run his social media account because he can't bear to see the truth. You can't handle the truth, Peter. Yeah. He's like, I can't be faced with reality or I will die because I have too many balls in the air and I'm not completing any of them. And then if I find out no one even cares. It'd be too much. Yeah. It'd be over for him. He'd start like, yeah, taking that flat iron and like burning himself or something. I don't know. Well, that was it. Okay, so it was like a hundred or six drinks and three plates, small plates. It's 164 before tip. So it's Vegas. It's really not that bad. That would be the same in LA. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. And then you guys, I got some merch. So we were going to do give away some, and it's not big stuff. It's just little uh, Vanderpump Garden trinkety stuff. There's a couple journals, there's a hat, there's a keychain, there's some magnets, there's some really pretty cool pens and with diamonds on them or a like little heart crystal thing and some shot glasses and super cool. Yeah. So we we're going to give it away what we we're going to do. So you guys probably saw either on our Instagram or in our Facebook group, there's this new app called Frenemies and if you are the url that is tied to us you can get it in our instagram profile bio just copy and paste it or click it right from the bio or i put it in the facebook group too or if you just want me to dm it to you hit me up at pumpers nation on instagram or twitter or you can email us vanderpump rules party at gmail.com and we'll send you the link and download it. It's super fun. It's free. And what it is, is you predict um, the day of or the day before they open up what show is going to be on that next evening. And it lets you pick, they have like 10 questions predicting what's going to happen. And you just like you predict you like, yeah, like, so um, a sample question from this round was like, who is going to be the first person in the first scene? Stassi, Kristen, Jax, or Brittany? Right. You know, and then um, what is 
cool about it is you can after before you even vote sometimes it's like happens after before you even vote you can see what most people have answered right from the most to the least and it's just interesting you can choose to go against what everyone said you know like maybe higher odds it's it's actually really fun and it takes three seconds and you're done yeah Yeah, and i would say the higher odds are doing that because i did that with some but i actually believed that was what was going to happen and i was ranking so what happens then after you it's like a 10 question thing takes a couple seconds it's fun um then when the show goes live you start scoring and you can track the leaderboard while you're watching the show and see where you're at so at one point i was at number 20 out of like hundreds of people and i was all stoked it's like i'm i'm at 20 you guys i was on track to win five dollars or a five dollar gift card and then Holly texted me. She's like, oh, my God, is that you? You were at like, no, I was at number four at one point, right? Or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were like, in yeah, the, I screenshotted it. I was in like a $25 gift card category. Anyways, um, so, you know, I went up and down based on my answers and how they played out throughout the show. So for Vanderpump Rules, they give away, it says 300. And they're just, they give away a lot of gift cards, like Amazon gift cards. Um but for other shows like The Bachelor, they're doing a thousand or two thousand. Like they're doing different level amounts. I think based on how big the show is. So clearly, The Bachelor is bigger than Vanderpump based right. on this. Uh, but I did the Watch What Crap ones one too. I haven't tracked myself on that yet. Um, but it's fun if you want to play with us and tell us your name. We can see how we're all doing. Um, again, it's free. How many did you end up getting right? Uh oh, I think. <laughs> and then I think I went way down to like number one hundred and forty. <laughs> so I, I got a hundred and tenth place. Oh, nice. Maybe it was one twenty. So you beat me. That's cool. I doubt it because you were way ahead. Yeah, but that was middle of the show. I only got five right. Um, if I pull it up now. Anyways, ask us for our URL or go find it. Um, cause it's good if it's a click through because it's tied to us. Um, but if, if you can't, no worries, just it's frenemies app. Um, okay. How do I, f- well, oh, oh, I got five, two. Oh, cool. Okay. And then on watch what happens. I got four. Oh, nice. I got to work on my game. Yeah, I know. I, I can't figure it out. I, I might, thought, I might I do the bachelor one on Monday. So, okay, so what we're going to do, back to the whole point of this story, this wasn't, we weren't even reading an ad, we were just talking about this app. Um, Anyone that um, played the game or or is going to just, once you finish your survey, just send us a screenshot of that. You can email it to us or DM it to us, VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com, and we'll enter all you guys into the drawing and give away some of this little Vanderpump Garden merch. And then hopefully you'll win on the Frenemies game too. And they told me they were um, their prizes are in form of Amazon gift cards. So that's cool. It's not some weird, funky, you know, like uh, yeah. finger hut catalog coupon or something. Totally, totally. <laughs> All right. So social media. Well, did we talk about the racist tweets and scandal and all that? Yeah, let's do it. I mean... Y'all have read, I I guess I won't go into it too much on what was said, but those of you that haven't heard, um, the new cast members, Brett and Max, got into a big media scandal this week, 
after actually it was really great because it was the day after I think Jax was on the, the daily dish podcast, just praising them. What good guys they are, how they're just like him. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. They are stars. They're just like us. <laughs> but, um, both of these guys, people had fished down through their social media accounts throughout the years and saw some very problematic racial tweets and posts and slurs. And um, so it really, it was blasted all over the internet and people were waiting to see like what cast members were going to say or Lisa. And really it's just, it's just funny how Lisa picks and chooses her, her battles. Like, with some people that would have just been unforgivable, but she feels that they have grown throughout the years since when these tweets were made and you know, they're doing a good job at their job. So it's just like, Oh, okay. Well, that's convenient for you. I don't know. Um, my problem is, well, yes, they obviously feel this way. If they're actually going to post this on public outlets like that's extreme but also that you're dumb enough knowing you're going on kind of a scandalous reality show you don't vet yourself yeah that's crazy like I was adding someone and I, I want I was it was like kind of a businessy thing and I don't really do that but I, I just gave my a quick peruse I don't post on Facebook for personal it's only in this group so I wanted to just give it a quick refresh make sure my profile picture was appropriate yeah you know what I mean I just change it to a sunset because I just didn't want yeah and I'm like that was just for something little if I was going on a reality show I would be going through every single post ever so that's their own damn fault um I mean I was just horrified like watching the whole thing and coming off of last week's episode where I wasn't sure how I, I was upset I was feeling upset about both of them and the way they treated Sheena it just left like a gross taste in my mouth yeah and just kind of like okay you can't just like come onto this show and like trash on Sheena and I don't know I was just like yuck so then when I read this I was just like oh my gosh like this is insane um and then immediately I was just like I can't wait to see how they handle this because what are they going to, you know, how are they going to wiggle their way out of this? And they did. It seems like it's, I mean, it was everywhere. So you guys, um, if you didn't hear about it, just Google Max, what is it, Boyens? Well, just Google Vanderpump Rules, new cast members, racial slurs. It was all over last week. Um, and you can read what they actually had tweeted. And I just don't want to repeat it, but it's all out there in print for you guys. And the other thing is, um, I feel like um, Lisa was kind of like, this was a long time ago. This, they were young. They weren't that young. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is. He was like 20, 21. Yeah. Old enough. You know, like this isn't like a 12 year old. This isn't a 14 year old. This is like an adult who made the choice to say those things, think those things. And like Sarah said, not go back and delete that. And, you know, knowing they were going to have a bigger platform. Yeah. So you should fire him for being stupid if you're not going to fire him for (laughs) inappropriateness. 
which Brett does another later on when we get into the episode, I'll say it. But when he asked Sheena, she's, you know, training them. She's like, okay, you guys have any questions? He's like, I have a question for you. Why is your dress so short? It's like, is that appropriate? Ew, no. Uh, Hello? (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't like that. She was in a workplace situation training you. That's not appropriate. No. Are you going to listen to Randall and Lala's podcast tomorrow? Probably, because I'm curious. She said they're going to have big, huge stars, bigger than her. And he's like, yeah, a lot of my people that I work with in the in the industry. I don't know if you guys know I'm in the industry. <sighs> I wonder who that will be. Marty, Marky Mark and Marty. Yeah, I doubt those people are going to be lining up to come on his pod. With Lala's. Lollers. Now, what did you think about the statement that Lala made about the tweets? Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, she came out strong, actually. So Lala said, the tweets that were posted by my, in quotes, cast members are truly disgusting. Blaming bigotry on immaturity is something I will not stand for. And I refuse to be a part of such ignorance and hate. I hope our show will move forward on the path we once were on. We were once on crazy, drunken banter, mending friendships or ruining them and living our authentic lives. What has recently been displayed on Twitter is far from what we represent on our show. No, I mean, <clears throat> I liked most of it. That That's a stretch of on the path that we were on. It's like your whole show is also problematic. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of people have sent us things too. It's like, oh, yeah, because it was so diverse before and tolerant. It's like you don't have every, everyone is white. Everyone is straight. And this is West Hollywood. Yeah. So it's like there's not a, a cast member that represents any other Well, and group. I I feel like if anyone has like, I don't know, Lala has pushed the envelope a little, in my opinion, um, with what she does. And um, I don't know. I just think that was rich coming from her. Yeah. Just don't call her out by name. Yeah. Don't, don't call me on my, on my name. Don't you dare. It's like, wait, what? Don't call me out. On my name. Okay. I I guess I won't since I don't know what that statement means. (laughs) I'm going to call out her grammar school teacher, though, (laughs) for not putting together a proper sentence. Seriously. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, okay. So we got that coming up. We had Brittany cooking up her uh, sponsored meal kit for Jax. I want to show you, I make my hobby, um, some chicken and Brussels sprouts. And she's got full glam hair and makeup, and she's wearing like the most plunging boobs out dress. And <clears throat> I'm just like, if you're trying to sell this product, don't you make it relatable? And, you know, like just last week, Jax had posted her cooking over the stove in like baggy sweats, hair up, no makeup. Okay, that's relatable. So why did you go do makeup and glam and wear the plunging neckline to cook? Over like a sizzling oven? She's being presentable for her ad. I think more people would buy it because they were like, oh, look, she's just like us. Relatable. We can make this too. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. I I watch ads like in two ways. Like one, I like to watch a pretty ad. And then the other one is I love a relatable one too. So it's like I need a good balance of both. Yeah. No, it's just funny because she just... No, it, it is funny. She The way Stassi rocks her sweetheart one-armed neckline, Brittany just refuses to wear anything unless her boobs are out. Yes. But I guess... Sheena wears a crop top. Stassi wears her sweetheart. I mean, Kristen I, wears her t-shirts. I think that it's important to them and to their brand of like Vanderpump rules that they kind of like have their identifying things and that's what they do. Yeah. Okay. Did you know producer Jerry's only 38? What? Yeah. No, he's got to be 48. One would think. Nope. He posted it on there when he, cause he hurt his knee or whatever. You know, he's on a... He's in a cast. He's only 38. He's like, not too shabby for 38, still skateboarding. <gasps> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Screech breaks. <laughs> like DJ James Kennedy. <laughs> Rewind. 38. You're Jax's age? Well. He's younger than Jax? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Some crazy shit. That's, yeah, that's... I mean, that's, and, like, we're not even being mean. Like, he just doesn't look that young. No. Reminds me of Chris Kringle a little bit. You don't know who that is? I'm like, is that Santa? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think that was the answer. (laughs) You want a keychain from Vanderpump Cotton. (laughs) I'm like, please get a trivia right, Holly. Come on. (laughs) um okay Uh, i think the only thing i wanted to talk on and you guys can listen to this obviously yourself but jack's just said so many problematic things on that daily dish podcast it was just like i mean he said tom and ariana oh they're just they're just glorified roommates like why would you they're not getting married they're not have kids why would you get a house together like just completely judge he's like i was raised right my parents raised me right i mean i'm a good catholic boy and what that's what you do you get married you get a house you get kids he was just roasting their lifestyle roasting their house saying it was a joke and hilarious that they didn't have any furniture that they they rent it they rent their furniture every week who does that who does that and he just i'm like well actually a lot of people and also people that want to take their time and buy pieces that mean something to them mm-hmm. instead of, as Sandoval points out, and I thought Jackson and Brittany had done the same thing, but maybe they only kept part of the staging furniture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tom and Katie just kept all their staging furniture. It's like, and well, that's on brand for them because they're both so lazy. Yeah. Oh, Bubba, I don't know anything about buying a couch. I mean, I feel like that would be extremely tempting. Like you, yeah. whenever you tour a house, you're like, God, I wish this was my stuff. How am I ever going to like replicate this? Or like you don't remember like there was a credenza there or, you know, like and yeah. all the artwork, like every it just looks like so put together. Yeah. So I get it. But I also like totally think it's awesome that Tom and Ariana are excited to do something especially since they got like a a brand new house like there was nothing else left like like Stassi gets to start from like square one you know and like totally design her palette yeah theirs is like already perfect so they like they still need like a little project I think it's 
I and I love that it's different. I love that Jackson and Brittany kept their furniture, and I love that they didn't. Like now we get to watch two processes. Yeah, whatever. And then he was just like, "Well, and you know, I, I think my house is the best." But I've I got a pool, I got a yard, I got a barbecue. And I'm like, yeah, Tom and Ariana also have a pool and a yard and probably a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. If not, I don't think that's like difficult to get. Um, I was watching an interview where they, who's, who was talking? Oh, was it Stassi being interviewed? And they were like, who has the best backyard? And I think she said. Tom and Katie's. Cause- or no, I think she said like Jackson Brittany for... Like she did not say Tom and Ariana or it was like best pool. Yeah. And um, from what I have seen, it looks like Tom and Ariana's backyard is better. Yeah. Uh, it's more like she I'm has sh- citrus trees back there. I'm sure that some people would argue that like where their location is not, uh, you know, like being on the street or whatever isn't private, but they have like these huge like trees where it's like higher than any fence yeah. you could ever have. Well, the retaining wall is there too. Yeah. Which is higher than any of our heights. Yes. Um, And then the trees to block on top of that. Like that wall has to be like 20 feet tall, right? Like it's yeah. not, it's not even like, oh, it's 12 feet. Like, no, it's really tall. Yeah. And then when I scaled up it and then fell down, it really hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, just kidding. Um, yeah, I think it's bigger. Compa- definitely bigger. Like if you were in Jax's pool and you were sitting on the edge, not closest to their jacuzzi, if you were all the way back, right where Brittany did her mowing picture, mm-hmm. you would be looking into that horrible neighbor's home. And to me, that isn't relaxing. Like they are <laughs> against the horrible neighbor. And probably the rats are like running along the fence. It's like I could just see like that person's probably in their backyard, like making it uncomfortable. Like it's well, and also if you're walking down the street, just like taking your child for a stroll in a stroller or taking the stroller for a stroll without the child. Yeah. Some people do that, too. Um, If you look through, I mean, if you're just walking down the street and you glance to the right, whoa, there's a giant glass window. Oh, then there's another giant glass window. You can see the people in the pool. Because of all the glass, you could see right through to the pool. So who's Brittany's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now they have the wall up. Yeah. So I'm sure that helps. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. So, anyways, he just kept going on. He was saying how he regrets having someone in his bridal party. Obviously, him. He said nothing adds up about their relationship. It's not a real relationship. He's constantly hearing stories of people going over to their house um, where they're just fighting. But then he later says, oh, no one no one even goes over to their house. I would just, like, li- I would just like it? to say that within this last week, I have heard from each one of the cast members saying the same thing in like their own way. Like Lala in that last statement that I just read, she said, I just want to go back to what we are good at you know, um, being drunken fights and friendships that have ups and downs and da, 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 da. That is what they do. And this is what is happening right now. This is the journey they're taking us on. Yeah. Tom Sandoval is going to fight with everyone. Jax is going to fight with them. And Stassi, just ga- Stassi is giving us a wedding where she is fighting with Kristen. So the fights are lined up all the way till next year. We're good to go on friendship <laughs> fights. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. 
Yeah. Like, I want something real. I am craving something real. So, yeah, he was saying, uh, again, going on on how they're the only real show. He's like, let me tell you, because he was ripping on the new cast members. He's like, except for Brett and Max, they've earned their stripes. He's like, they're just like us. I'm like, whatever. Um, But he's like, you know, the rest of us, the OGs, he's like, shit is always going down, whether the cameras are being uh, are filming or not. There's ups and downs and shit. It's always going down. And I was thinking about that. I was like, who wants to be a part of that friend group if there's constant drama and fighting and cheating and lying? And he goes, it's always been that way and it always will be that way. And I'm like, I mean, that's great for the TV show, but did you see maybe when she could find some more <laughs> different friends. Did you see when someone tweeted him and they were like, hey, Jax, do you really think that anyone's going to give a crap when you're like in your um, retirement home and you guys are still fighting? Yeah. And he's like, have you seen our contracts? Have you seen our contracts? Yeah, we might have one in there. Don't don't put your don't be stupid and think that we're done. You know, and it's like Jax shows how much you know. Like the person was just like, yeah. s- like trying to make you see that <laughs> maybe you should like change your the way you you said that. Like ah, that actually can't... might be a more interesting show, though. Yeah, like grumpy old men. Gr- yeah, meets the Golden Girls. Meets uh. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's just so problematic, but then, so then for, like, a lot of people were make, making points, like, how can Stassi defriend Kristen for not growing and being immature, but yet she has Jackson in her wedding? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, you can't, you can't forgive some things and then hold one person, like, accountable for... I don't know. And then, like, I keep seeing these wild arguments um, in Stassi's favor about this Kristen friendship thing of saying, you know, that people are saying, like, oh, like, I get it and and stuff like that, which, fine, like, if you get it. Um, Where was I going with that? I had a point. I'm losing my mind here. Um, Stassi, Kristen, having Jackson, her wedding. I lost it. I'll think of it again. Sorry. Okay. The last thing that I really wanted to mention while well, he rambles on about what they watch. Oh, Brittany and I, what we will love serial killer stuff. It's like, oh, okay, really? All right. But he's like, they're trying to figure out what's wrong with, um, Brittany's, you know, she's having hormone uh, or stomach issues and no one can figure out what it is. I'm like, but didn't they just go to the doctor last year? And the doctor did figure it out and said it was an ulcer caused by drinking. And they shouldn't drink? Yeah. Or was that just a fake storyline? Or was he wrong? No, Jack, I think I can drink. It's fine. He's wrong. Maybe they like need a second opinion. So she missed, well, she missed that podcast because she was homesick. Um, I don't know. Suspect. But then he was also talking about Brittany to the host saying, oh, you know, she likes to be like, you know, her sweet self. Like she thinks she has, or whatever. He's saying it. She thinks she hasn't say- changed since <clears throat> Kentucky. He goes, but she has her little episodes. I'm like, how demeaning of a phrase. Little episodes. He goes, especially when she hangs out with Stassi, she'll have her diva moments or her little episodes, and or she'll be all hormonal. Oh, boy. He like literally said those three things. Little episodes, diva moments, which is probably the least offensive. And then, you know, she gets all hormonal and shit. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, Stassi, but... 
he's fine. Kristen is the the one that needs to grow. Yeah. God. He needs to go. All right. Well, that's it. You guys can go listen to the whole thing if you want. It's not very long. It's like 15 minutes, but he really doesn't hold back. And I mean, I appreciate that. I love when one of the cast members goes on a podcast and just goes off and then we can rush over and listen to it and just hear them <laughs> dig a hole for themselves. It's true. It's very entertaining. So I appreciate that unfilteredness. So we going into the episode? Let's start it. All right. Well, I think I got this question right because I said the scene will start with Dana and Nikolai together. I did too. Oh, nice. And it did. And Nikolai wants something to drink. And she's like, I have diet Dr. Pepper, soda, water. And Dana's like, no soda. Like he's two. She's like, mom, he's old enough. He can drink whatever he wants. And Nikolai like just, I'll just have water. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then she gets into talking about, he's gotten so big. It's, re- it really is well, fun to see him, especially when they did the flashback to yeah. him talking to Jax. You didn't realize how little, how much time has passed. Yeah. So then Stassi's sitting there and Bo's cooking and refusing to give Dana his secret little recipe. Isn't that cute? Now I feel like that is foreshadowing something that is going to be either in something that Stassi's doing or what, like Bo the cook, oh, Bo the chef. He's going to be behind the bar. Baking with Bo. Yeah, or like on her show, he's going to be always cooking something up in the background. Yeah. Instead of just sitting at that Housewife AF, you know. Right. Yeah, she already does do that with her. Would she have like harvest bowls or every plate? She's like, I don't cook, but Bo does. And, blah, and, and he said this was really easy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so she's saying how this is weird because last year this wouldn't have happened. Her sitting down talking with her mom and once again, uh, therapist Nikolai's like, well, I really thought you should should guys have just sat down and talked in private. It's like, hmm, you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> it would have been great if you guys could just sit down and talk in private and not, uh, you know, not spoken to each other for a year. Yeah, and then air it out all on camera. Yeah. <coughs> so... I liked that. Yeah. So she's like, did you read my book? And he's like, um, parts. She's like, the virginity chapter? And yeah. He's like, ew. Bo read it. And Bo was like, ew. Yeah. Um, can someone... Did you it, not read it? I was going to say, can someone in our group tell us, like, like, write the story down? Is it what Lisa was talking about? Or is it something else? I haven't read it. I'm not going to lie. Which is so weird, because you were such a Stassi stan. It's real. This is like such a horrible, terrible excuse, but it's really hard for me to crack a book open. Like I need to get like an electronic copy or something and then maybe Mm. I could do it. But I just like. I've been trying to read the Ronan Farrow one. You know what, though? Like if you really want to do something, you can make it happen. (laughs) Like Peter would absolutely read that book. He would hold the book with two children, like swiping at it and he would get it done. Like even (laughs) if he had to do it at three in the morning, you, you know, you make it a priority and you get it done. And I have failed at that. I think I've read. uh, Yeah. I I think I've heard enough. I have read snippets of the book. Like I, you know, I have picked it up like numerous times, but I definitely have not read that story. Yeah. So someone give us a little summary in the group and that would be much appreciated. 
And I just feel like it's, I've read this before, like this content. Yeah. I feel like I know Stassi pretty well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've either heard it on her podcast or like literally there are other similar type of books or right now she's trying to be like Carrie Bradshaw. So it, it just feels like, mm-hmm, I don't need to go down this path again. I'd rather read something else. So, oh, well, and we're like, like, honestly, like we're so busy with all of the other Vanderpump rule stuff. Like we don't have time to. It like you know how Stassi doesn't have time to tour a bunch of houses. I don't have time to read her book. Right. Exactly. So you have to make cuts, you know. Yeah. Did you see my what I'm wearing tonight? Yep. Yeah. I thought you just wear it all the time now. I'm wearing um my <laughs> Stassi sweatshirt with the hot dog and the mustard and um I wore it uh tonight to Ronnie's like tech rehearsal and the person was like, What does that say on your sweatshirt? I've been trying to read it for hours. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it says Stassi and he's like, Stassi, cool. Is that like a brand or something? And I'm like, No, it's from Vanderpump Rules, she's a character and he's like, What's Vanderpump Rules? And I'm like, <laughs> It's a reality show. Like, thank God he doesn't know about oh, no. my podcast or anything. Because I was just like, I'm I, Bravo. What's Bravo? What's what's Bravo? Like, oh my god! <laughs> like that when someone does that to me, it makes me feel so foolish. And I don't know what that says about me that like it makes me feel that way. But like, I'm ashamed. Like, and I want to be like, oh, like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. no, like, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't know about it either. Don't it worry. Like, like friends of friends. And then they're like, well, no, we want to support you and listen. I'm like, no, you don't watch the show. I mean, you click it so we get the download. But um, if you don't watch a show, it's going to sound really stupid and make no sense and be very boring. And even that, like, even if you do watch the show, like, lightheartedly, <laughs> like, you'd have to, like, really be into our humor and, like, our format to get it, like, to where you're not like, ew, they're annoying. Well, yeah. It's just like, a, like so when someone says, like, I know... I don't watch TV. I'm just like, ah, like I can't. <laughs> Liars. Yeah. All right. So she said she's going to go over to Tom Tom and do the walkthrough and she's doing it with Tom Schwartz. And I'll just, I know we can jump back and forth here, but my first thought is, and I'm not saying this is her fault. I'm not saying it's maybe Schwartz's. I don't know. When she said she asked Lisa, so I, I I would take it as I asked permission from Lisa, as you should. Yeah. But if I was Stassi or Lowe or Stassi's book publicist, someone out of the three of you or Bo or somebody needs to be like, okay, who's going to be the point of contact to make sure everything happens with the person at TomTom? Tom? And who is that person at TomTom? Tom? I would think would be like the general manager. Like, mm-hmm. like Max or somebody, mm-hmm. not Tom Schwartz, who doesn't work there, who doesn't know the point of sales system, who doesn't know anything. I mean, but I, I feel like it is a fair assumption that he should know how to do it. And that if she thought that she was talking to an owner, that he should have had that covered. Like, how does she know that that isn't done? Mm. I mean, I yeah. think she does know, but I don't know. I kind of thought of it as it would be like if you and Michaela were o- or owners of a bar or something and like I see you all the time and I'm like, hey, like I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, but she knows it's Schwartz and she knows how Schwartz is. Yes. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. Um, and so even if he knew the POS, POS and the scheduling and the employees available, not available, even if he knew all that, 
it's still Schwartz. But he's uh, not a task manager. But she also knows Sandoval, and to like talk to him about her event, he's going to make it way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. So who are you going to talk to? The one who's going to like ask you a trillion questions and give you a headache, or the stupid one that's like, okay, we got this. But then and I then, would feel I would be so nervous that nothing would be done. Me too. But I would then, I would go through maybe Schwartz after getting permission from Lisa and say, Schwartz, who's the best person to work with on getting everything done? Max I, or Richardson? I feel like to like make this story like more authentic, it should have been that her assistant was coming up to her and saying, I cleared all of this with both of them. Like I worked with this person, this person, and this person. This is what we were told. Mm -hmm. But because they left that piece out and just made it seem like, oh, Stassi just showed up with her wristbands and books and thought that everything was taken care of. Like if that was truly the case, then I see why T. Sandy is mad because it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe run this by me too. Like, I, I don't know. I, I saw both sides of it. Yeah, no, his reaction, especially at 2 a.m. and rageful, was not appropriate or professional. I think he was just irritated that she was not considerate. And I do, I, would be too. I actually do appreciate that, like, he was upset that someone was going to work, you know, 12 hours or something. Like, it's always horrible when you, like, are someone asks you they're like will you cover this you know this party and you're like sure but I work at night like can you cover my shift at night like you think those things are gonna be taken care of and so I could imagine that like if T Sandy got a text from one of the employees and was like hey I was just wondering like I'm supposed to work this Stasi event and then I work that's literally 14 hours is that okay and I could see how that could trigger him to be like what the heck Schwartz you don't even know what's going on like this yeah. isn't the Stasi show like this is is about our employees yeah. following the rules, the law, you know, so I get it. I was thinking they should have just had like gotten the clearance for the place and then had like, which is a WeHo wine or Vanderpump Rosé being poured out. Anybody can pour. And that way nobody has to wait. They don't have to worry about the, the point of sale system or all the different mixed drinks um, because it didn't. I didn't understand what Schwartz kept saying because he couldn't ring up any sales. He's like, well, I was just going to run one big tab. Well, how do you run a big tab with like a hundred of our wristband people? Like you can't run a tab with them. Like for Stassi and her crew. Sure. Um, I would be interested if any of you that are listening went to the event, if you could message us and let us know like how it went, like if you ordered a drink, how you paid for it, like how that worked, because this was my perception of the event. They stood outside until they were ready to let them in. Mm -hmm. Then they let them into the back room where she did her little speech for probably only a few of them because not that many people can fit back there. Then she did the signing where she looped them through in a line and then they looped back out. Mm -hmm. And then I'm assuming that the bar was open for to get a drink if you wanted to. And then the event ended and then the restaurant opened. I felt like when Tom and Ariana walked up and Tom, like everyone was fighting in the front, to me, that looked like a full on different time of day. That looked like it was dinner happening like or, you know, like the 530 open time. Mm-hmm. It just looked like a different time. So I would love if somebody was there and like they have like, you know, snapshots of when the fight happened. That'd be so interesting to see. Yeah, I do remember people saying that they showed up at the end. Yeah. But obviously people were still there because we saw them in the background. Yeah. 
and like a, a lot of people like I, f- I felt like it wasn't all book signing people yeah so I don't know I think just the the point is <clears throat> why would you rely on Schwartz to make anything happen but that is <laughs> that is like truly sad like that you can't like that's a pain in so like you have to talk to both of them. I just think that's ridiculous. Like I don't think either one of them they should be talking to. They should be talking to the general manager or a manager. Like if they have clearance from the top owner, then you work with the GM or whoever their event coordinator is for Tom Tom. I mean the bot I think that like where it failed was um, Schwartz telling T Sandy what the drill was and them not working on it together. Like, I don't think both need to be told. That's a waste of everyone's time unless yeah. they're both going to attend every meeting. But if one was told, then it's his job to communicate it to the team and he didn't. So mm. once again, it was Katie and Tom as the problem. <laughs> and like, and the way Schwartz was fighting too was like, <sighs> like I was gagging at that part too. Oh. But we'll get you're, into- you're getting stuck in the narrative inside your head of with limited information. Oh, the echo chamber, an echo, echo chamber of oh, because Ariano's sticking up for him. She's like, I would think you would want to have make sure your thing's staffed. Oh, you two are just like an echo chamber of negativity. And Katie's like, Yeah, well, I don't think. And then you're childish. <laughs> Shut up, Katie. This isn't Katie Maloney's bar and grill. That it's probably my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Holly wants to get that on a t-shirt. I mean, like, <laughs> and I would like it in, like, the Friends font. Like, for some reason, like, I'm seeing it <laughs> yes. like that. Like, yeah. like or, or like, you know what, the um, Central Perk or whatever. Yeah. Like, like that. And Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill. Grill. Yeah. Okay, it'll happen. Along with our other. And what would be featured at her Tom. Bar and Grill is, like, Iceberg Lettuce. Um <laughs> You know, like all of her candies. And then like if there's like a counter like showing like it'd be all cluttered, you know, like the um, the restaurant would be like all cluttery. Yeah. She made on the bread like she ate in New Orleans, too. Yes. Just tearing that apart. (sighs) Yeah. Um. (laughs) And then like all the tacos that she ate like right before her wedding. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great idea. Oh, Katie, you're such a fun character. All right, so then we move on to the new girls. Dana and Charlie are sitting down doing roll-ups with the silverware. And Dana's like, have you just like tried everything on the menu? Because like, I've eaten the Cheka three times. Now, that is the witch cauldron of pasta I tried. That Oh, I was scary. wondering when she said that. I'm like, please don't let that be the horrible dish that Sarah tried <laughs> that literally gave her a steam facial at Sir. <laughs> steam facial like do you remember that third degree burns in my esophagus like we had like gotten our makeup done and like sarah's was dripping off of her face because it was like uh the pasta was tan it was like the the steam was going straight into the skies into heaven like a beam of steam like here you go have a a a bowl of pasta that is like on fire like i always feared because you would see like TV shows where someone locks you in a sauna or a steam room and then you're just your skin starts to melt off okay yuck (laughs) that's what it felt like anyway so that is the dish um then Charlie says no I've never had pasta like in my life ever like how does she know her well maybe her parents were vegans or something well although yeah I guess it depends if they put eggs in there or not and she's like, what? She's like, well, I have like a theory that that's why everyone 
is overweight because it's stored in their bodies. And Dana's like, well, yeah, that's, it's not a theory. It's an actual thing. It's called carbs. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. It's like, um, my parents used to be like, oh, um, if you, cause like, cause you know, when I was like learning to chew gum, I would accidentally swallow it and they're like, oh, great. That stays in your stomach for eight years. Or like, it would be like some <laughs> yeah. ridiculous like fact they'd give me. And I'm like, oh, my, it's in there for, <laughs> and you're like, where is it? <laughs> and like, if you swallow so much, you you have like this softball, like sticking out, like on the Dr. Pimple Popper or something. It's like a goiter sticking out. They're like, no, no, it's not a goiter. It's just a ball of gum. <laughs> gross so i don't chew gum oh it was funny i was so in vegas i was walking around with my friend and then her colleague that i just met and we had to go through caesars obviously to get to vanderpump well her friend has like a weird aversion to statues she hates them okay She's very nervous around them we were like okay we had to tell her when one was coming up so she could look away oh my god i think i might start having this <laughs> So that's very difficult to do in Caesar's Palace. There's a lot of statues. And so then we were walking back uh, over the Venetian and then she was chewing gum and she goes to my friend. She's like, oh, would you like some gum? And he's just like, oh, God, no. She's like, I have like a statue aversion to gum. And I'm like, I do, too. I hate gum. And we were both just like bonding over our fear of gum. Yeah. So we can't rip on her for the statue thing. She's like, everyone has their own thing. Everyone has their thing. But I like re- I hate newspaper. I really like that one. That's a pretty, pretty good one. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> there was even like statue chairs that kids were playing in. She's like, they're just everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I want to really hear more about this. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I can't like when I was helping someone move and. They're like, oh, can you um, wrap that glass or dish up in newspaper? And I was like, literally like starting to sweat. I'm like, actually, I can't because I just can't touch newspaper. I hate it. It's like the worst. You know, people like say nails on a chalkboard. That's what that is for me, just touching. So if I have to pick one up or something, and I hate these people that throw ones on my steps, you know, the free shit. Yeah. And I'm like, they just collect. My neighbors have come over literally and picked them up for me. Because I look like a weird hoarder, but I'm like, I can't touch them. I um, kind of have that with razors, like like that you shave with. Like I like I cut myself once and like I, I've never like gotten over like the feeling of that. So I'm like, I can shave my legs fine and everything. But like when I look at them, I'm like, Ugh. I have a fear of a razor like catching on your fingernail. <laughs> yeah. This is just, I know, it gives you like the ABGV. Yeah. Ew. Oh, and, and also uh, putting it on backwards. And I can never see it. I'm like, is it this way or is it that way? And I know it <laughs> only clicks in a certain way, but it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So then they start talking. So Danica, the new girlish kind of manager, walks up and she's like, oh, are you the new girls? And I'm like, okay, she hasn't met them, but she's the manager. And then I thought it was kind of, it just seemed pretty staged because they were just sitting there like smiling. Neither one of them got up. Like if you're just meeting your new manager, wouldn't you get up, like stand up? They did shake hands. Yeah. But maybe they were busy. It was weird. But yeah, it was off for That's sure. That's why I think it was just a take. You know, it was like, yeah. like take 22. Hi, are you good, the new girls? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you haven't met me because I was just suspended. That's why you haven't met me because you're so new that... Yeah. And then she's like, what's your name, Charlie? Oh, I've heard of you. Sheena talked all about you. 
and then Dana like eye rolls and yeah. And I mean, there it's very clear that they are setting this storyline up of that Dana's the odd girl out at Sir. Sheena's making it happen. They're just it seems very scripty. Yeah. Oh, to- it's a perfect package right now. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Right. They're just doing it real quickly. Tight work. Yeah. Yep. Like they did the first episode. So then we um, hear about this Brett Willis, another Brett. Well, first Dana says, of course she said Charlie, because she's like, Sheena's, Sheena's mini me. She's like, they're exactly alike. They're little clones of each other. It's like, must take selfies, must wear dino stompers, must <laughs> not eat pasta. I mean, it was kind of funny. It was, yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the big tennis shoes. Yeah. Well, it's Stassi calls them moon shoes. Yes. Sheena's wearing those a lot. As are the the new millennials. What do you, what's their era called? Or yeah, the the child. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, so Brett Willis has shown Danica's ex boyfriend that she beat up after he suggested a threesome. What'd you think of him? Mm. Um, I liked him so a lot. <laughs> yeah, I liked him. Like I, eh. yeah, Lisa. Does her little, uh, just so you know, don't be suggesting any menage a trois with the clients. <laughs> oh, that Lisa, she's just such a comedian. Although it was a little funny when she's like, that might just be a hair too far for me. <laughs> yes. Literally. Um, Sheena Power walks in. She's like, hi. And they're like, where are you going? She's like, um, I'm going to go talk to Max. And Dana eye rolls, and then they all kind of like chat about her behind her back and how she's not wearing a bra. And this leads in to, I don't know, kind of some disturbing thoughts Holly and I had. But I guess, should we talk about that when they go over to Sheena's house with the dresses? Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, she was like, well, what happens when you like, when it's cold? She's like, I just nip out. It's like, I don't know if I need that at my restaurant. I don't care, like, about a nip. I care about... You said vagina air around your food. Yeah, I like, that's, like, truly concerning to me. Because when they are serving at the, you know, like, especially in that front little room, the tables are so close together, mm-hmm. and their crotch is level with the table. It just is. True. Um, and, and also, like, people are always dropping their napkin or spoon, like... How do you pick that up? And I just feel like that is possibly putting some germs into the atmosphere that I don't want to deal with. Well, and I was afraid, especially after the Stassi blurb that Lisa read about her full bush, if that was Stassi walking around, like what if something falls off into the dish? Like I would rather have a hair off of someone's head in my food than a pube. Of course, even though the hair is actually probably dirtier, as people always say. I don't care. I'd rather eat a dirty hair yeah. than a pube. Of course. <laughs> Gross. Oh. Holly and I have our theories at spas. We get really freaked out when... Yeah, it just... 
when things are floating around yeah like in a swirly hot tub like it's fine do what you got to do in the steam room i mean that's why like that's why there is a rule at like public pools where it says please shower off before you get into the pool right because we want everyone's disgustingness to wash off (laughs) and then you can jump in you don't get in and soak all of your yuckiness in the the pool on there and like and like jam it around into everyone's (laughs) like pores yuck but i mean like i like literally get out if i'm in there and then someone gets in and i'm just like nope can't okay. be part of this situation. Imagine that they're not wearing underwear and they bring that pasta dish to your table. It's steaming like crazy. Ooh. There's the steam going around. Right. They set it on the table. I mean, a wind could blow and like there could like truly be like a tornado effect that goes on in that place. Yeah. Especially if you do it really cut it really short like they were doing. Yeah. Problematic. Doesn't seem like OSHA yeah proof yeah i mean like uh, if they could just wear a hair net or something that i'm cool with that <laughs> a crotch net yeah <laughs> all right so sheena's gonna go confront max but then she realizes he's not a tom tom so she's like where are you and he said he's out with the boys oh saturday's with the boys so we got jacks new boys brett and max along with sandoval and Bo. At the Shelby. Did you notice how they kept calling it boys night? Boys night. Oh, like, like yeah. but it was like the daytime. Yeah. Well, that's all. Jack has to be back by 5 p.m. Yeah. But he's not on a leash. I'm not on a leash. No. As long as I'm home by 5, it's fine. And then Brittany makes me my dinner. Yeah. We have an agreement. Works great. And then I ask her to get on the treadmill. And I, and I say, good girl. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Worry about yourself. I tell Maybe Brit- you should get on the treadmill, judging by your profile pic. I tell Brittany she's a good girl when she does what I say. That's what she needs to do to feel good. And to keep her man happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they sit there and they go on roast Sheena session number 19, talking about how Max just got freaked out. You know, they were only dating like a month, and she starts talking about freezing her eggs and going off birth control. It's like, no, she'd been talking about that before she even met you, dumbass. I don't understand how they have single-handedly turned this freezing the egg thing into the most negative thing possible. It's not a weird thing to be, like, to think of, like, family planning. And they're well, using it as a weapon. Wasn't didn't Kim Kardashian do it and was very grateful she did it? Or she was, she was going to do it? I mean... It, it just like I just don't understand how it is possibly used as like a weapon against her and like calling her pathetic and and then yeah. like going off of birth control. They're just they're making it seem like it's like this like taboo thing to either talk about birth control or to talk about freezing your eggs. Like there's like what is the problem? Well, it's your birth control, Max. You should be wearing a condom, anyways. Especially if you're fucking multiple girls a week. I mean, I just like who's you're gross. That's disgusting. A birth control, like and like that is a personal like preference. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't call that out about that. It's like you know what? Then like she Sheena, <laughs> Sheena only wears granny panties. Like I told her, I really like thongs, but like she continues to wear like that that is a preference like Mm -hmm. that like you don't use it as like a weapon against someone and like 
the way like they were all joining in about it's like that is her choice yeah it is her choice to do what like what if she wasn't freezing her eggs and she went off birth control what if she was saying i'm looking to have a baby i want to have a baby with someone and she's letting them know i'm off birth control isn't that like a adult conversation responsible yeah yeah I don't know. That's and I'm sure re- it came up because she's like, it, so if we're going to, because she didn't want to get pregnant then. She made that very clear um, before and on her podcast. So she, I'm sure she told him so that he could make sure and like wear a condom if they were going to continue to have sex. I just, it's, I feel like that was like a, a producer wrote those jokes thinking that they were going to be really funny. And they're like, listen, she's doing this egg freezing thing. She's missing like some events to even do it. We need to write it into the storyline somehow, but also make fun of her. Let's bring up like birth control, the egg freezing. And like, we'll say that she keeps talking to boys about it, which makes her to seem freaking crazy. Yeah. She's just like desperately searching for a sperminator. It's like, I just, I'm just wondering like if we were the producer's dream viewer, are we laughing at Sheena? Like, where is the joke? Where it's not funny because it's a bunch of men laughing at her for making choices that are very smart, responsible choices, and they're belittling it and making fun of her. Like, for I actually it. feel attacked as like a woman. Yeah. I really do. Like, it's it's making, gross little boys just like their tweets. It's just like, um, I'm sorry, you don't talk. It, like, it's like a yeah bullyish. It's gross. Yeah. It's men like locker room talk. Mm-hmm. But like ignorant. And I mean, not that. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's. They like to pretend they're so woke and evolved and like, you know, we walk in pride. And Lisa, she loves uh, people of diversity. And it's like, then it comes to just like, but it goes back down to the like, <laughs> desperate female. She can't even keep a husband. She can't even uh, have a baby. She's got to freeze her eggs. Like he's making it all a negative. Sheena's just boy crazy. Look at her. She's <laughs> boy crazy. Sheena- oh, but Max, it is fucking multiple girls a week. It's just She's a- not girl crazy. It's just another notch on Sheena's bedpost. <laughs> but Max, he's a hero. Yeah. God. And Jax too. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not jaxed anymore. It's maxed. <laughs> it's like, don't give him that. No, don't. So, yeah, even Bo jumps in on it because when Sheena comes and then asks to, like, just have a few minutes alone with Max to clear up the shit he said about her, which I respect the confrontation um, and not just being a people pleaser like she used to be. Um, but then Bo's sitting at another table with whoever, and he's like, oh, Poor Max, man. It's like, shut up, Bo. Like, know your role. Come on. You're going to like, now you're chiming in and poor Max and you're making fun of Sheena too? Fuck you. Yeah. Um, The most upsetting part of this scene for me was, I mean, I, I do think like as I was viewing it, like I looked at Sarah with like my mouth open, like she did not just come in to interrupt their whatever boys thing it was. I was like, oh my, this is stupid. Like, no girl would ever, like, really do that. I mean, I consider myself pretty psycho, and I don't even do that. I mean, you would text him or call him, but you wouldn't... A trillion times. You wouldn't go to a boys' night and interrupt him. No. Yeah. Actually, maybe I would. (laughs) Maybe I would. But I definitely... I would would text and say, get your ass outside into the alley right now. Like, I wouldn't let the friends see me. I would be there, but, like... 
I would not say, can I steal him for a minute? And like use like a bachelor line. I just, I'd be like, come out to the alley right now. If you don't leave your friends and show me that you love me more than your friends, we are done. And then he better come out. Yeah. You know what? I am psycho enough to do it. I would do it. (laughs) So it's realistic. Yeah. It's relatable. She confronts him and he at first denies it. But then I think he realizes he can't deny it because she has little screenshots and the way they did this stupid word, word scramble jumble on the screen, they should have just shown the threads because she does have the threads. She sent um, them to her friend Logan who saved them and he has all the screenshots of the threads. So just show it like a normal fucking screen like they like they did Stasi with Sandoval's rage text. Don't do this word scramble jumble. You know of- what they the way that they did this was another way of calling Sheena crazy. Right. Did you notice that she's they, a mess all over the place? Yeah, like that the, they, they were his words. Yeah, they weren't flying in like a normal text. They made it go on top of each other and like come in at different angles and just like blah, blah. like they made it a mess like how you think Sheena is or how they want you to think Sheena is. But Stassi got the correct orderly screenshot of a thread. Yes. Hmm. And I don't like the screenshot thing. I don't like, I don't like it. Well, what I don't like is it's sometimes it's hard to read that fast before it flips. So then you got to rewind pause for a lot of people. It's too small to read. Yeah. I just, it just wasn't like, it just, it's like, this is where we are in the show. Like you guys are, now we're like producing fake text messages. It's just, blech. yeah. All right. Let's see. So they, whatever, they work it out. He denies dating Dana. He's like, she's like, so you're okay. not dating Dana? He's like, okay. no, we're just like, I have to say no. something about this. Mm-hmm. This bothers me. I, if there is one thing I cannot stand, it is a guy. Who and and like I'm pretty sure this is why Sheena's going nuts too. A guy who is into you and having sex with you and doing all these things, but then like in public is denying you. Like Danny Zuko is horrible. You know. Yeah. Yes. Um. Exactly. Because he he's he did it to Sheena with all these boys. No. He like. Sandoval was like, what'd you do, like a month or something? And he's like, oh, barely, not even. Totally diminished it. And he's totally diminishing Dana, too. Like, it's like, well, why'd you pick Dana up from work? Why'd you do this? Why, you know, it's like, mm. I mean, that's just a huge red flag when you can't stand up for it. Like, what's wrong with just saying, like, you know what, Sheena? Like, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm, like, super into Dana. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like, I just... Uh, I would be so mad if I was Sheena and I'd be so mad if I was her because both are being played and they Mm -hmm. just need to not talk to him. Exactly. All right. Well, the next scene is Lisa talking about Stassi's push. And uh, she's like, she expects me to read this. Why would I read this? Which that was kind of a funny scene. And then she kind of shades Brittany and she's like, and then I was talking to, Kentucky Muffin and she calls it for sales and Ken's like what what are you talking about (laughs) so that was that was funny I liked so I like the shade on the basic book and I like the shade on the for sales thing just because it's funny it was funny yeah 
Um, I also so go. Can we move to the Stasi event yeah. or, or talking about it? So yep. um, next we go to uh, Schwartz and Stasi, like kind of like doing the walkthrough. Um, or no, I have um, the two a.m. text. Okay, well the two a.m. text, but I I found it strange that. T. Sandy mentioned that he's not going to bartend the event. Like, because Schwartz brought that up at first. He's like, hey, man, like, we could just bartend the event, knock it out. And he's like, I'm not going to bartend the event. Like, I'm an owner of the restaurant now. Yeah. But yet in last week's episode, he was working at Sir again because he loves it. Right. So he can bartend at Sir, not even at his own restaurant because he loves it there, but he can't bartend at Tom Tom. Yeah, that's a good point. It's called contractual obligation, and it's called Guillermo's pissed that all the businesses have taken away from Sir, and so we've got to make it right with Guillermo. Totally. <laughs> Why do you think Guillermo's modeling again and posting wolf selfies every day? He's got to bring home the bacon. He's got kids to send to college. Sir has not been paying, <laughs> thanks to Tom Tom. Yeah, it's true. Which is basically thanks to Lisa, his business partner, who screwed him. Yeah. I would not want to go into business with her. <laughs> All right. So then Stassi wakes up to a text she got from Sandoval at 2 a.m. saying he's not going to staff this. He'll kick her out and her wristbands out. And uh, Bo's like, what? What a dick. And then he goes, you know, I saw him in a story last night. With He was out with James. You know, it's, you know, James doesn't like you, Stassi. I bet he put him up to this. All right and your conspiracy theories that comment really bothered me it was completely out of place and stupid it would be like if like i said like if you and i were in this fight over like i was having an event i asked you about it and then i was like sarah i saw you out with that person that like i know you don't like and you were talking bad about me like what that has nothing to do with like it's not making any sense like there's no way to correlate that to the story yeah like I don't get it. Well, I mean, then that leads right into that dumb little cartoon skit that I'm sure was produced to Jerry. Like, hey, hey, Stassi, Stassi, I have a really fun, cute idea. It's going to like be cartoonized. And I got the idea as soon as T. Sandy got bit by a spider. I thought he's Spider-Man. We're going to make this funny. Stassi, you're the perfect person to do it because you make everybody laugh. I'm going to come over to your house, just me and you, and we'll do the voiceover for it. I'll get all the animation done and then I make sure Bo's not there. It's just going to be me and you, right? Yeah, we and need then, to focus. Yeah, and then we'll do the voiceover and I'll, I'll, I'll wear headphones too and listen to you and sit right next to you so I can hear exactly <laughs> what you say because the voiceover is very important. And she's like, all right. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, let's try it again. Use a little more emotion this time. Really sell it that, you know, he's turned in, he has superpowers now from that bite. Mm. Um, spider bites are something like one of Chad's biggest fears. He is actually Black Widow or Brown Recluse. It's worse that's than that. The, brand, the yeah. brown recluse is like his, like, I have my thing where I'm like terrified of rats. Chad's 100% is spiders. Yeah. So when he sees this and he sees like that, like missing chunk out of his arm, he is going to be like deeply disturbed. At least those aren't like with the brown recluse. It can spread all over your body and catch from that happened to my friend. Horrible. And 
Heidi. And it like, yeah. And she was like completely debilitated. Couldn't walk for several months. That's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. So I live in fear of Brown Reckless. Uh, Black Widows, I heard they, oh, also Brown Reckless um, like to attack. Whereas Black Ew. Widows don't. So like a Black Widow's not going to come at you. But, you know, in defensive mode. What do you mean happened. they like to attack? So they're they're coming and they're like, yay. That's what the Orkin man told me. Like literally because we thought we saw one. And so I immediately call up a spider control. And they came out and he's like, well, they're really unlike or highly. They're not here. They're not in this area. He's like, we haven't had a report all year. And That's weird. We yeah. have them all over our house. Brown reckless? Yes. I have. I have a spider guy come. Oh, well, he said, and he goes, and they're like, you know, what do you say? He said, like, like little assholes. He's like, they actually like to um, go like- out and attack. Whereas, like, he said, Black Widows just kind of hang under and keep to themselves, and they'll bite you if it's, like, in a defensive situation. That just gave me the chills. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Are you sure they're brown recluse? Yes. Scary. Yeah. All right, so... I got my girls with me, girls with me, girls, girls, girls with me. They're at, we're at Sheena's. Sheena wants her dress so short that her ass is almost hanging out. Um, and then this is when they talk about going underwearless with their work uniform. And the only thing, I mean, I guess we talked about everything here, but like Danica said, then Brett gave her $1,300 for her missed shift that week that he caused. So I thought that was nice. Or was it manipulative? It's nice, but uh, yeah, the first thing I thought is it's abusive too because he wormed his way back in. And also it's like, look, I'm sorry that that happened. Like, just be quiet and let's just keep going with this abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I thought it was thoughtful and I'm glad she took the money. (laughs) All right. Um... We already went through the skit. Jack says... I hated the scene where um, Natalie was sitting down with... Yeah, that was boring. With um, Dana and Brett. Brett and gave them the employee handbook. Like, <laughs> how is training going? Here is your your employee handbook. Like now, now, that scene we need to keep in, but let's make sure we don't get Kristen and solving banging on doors looking for cigarettes. Like the next thing I want to see is I want to see Guillermo like in the office making their employee file folder like with the <laughs> label maker and being like, did you, did you get that employee handbook signed? Because in the back page, there's a signature page. We're going to need that. And it's like uh, riveting footage, Lisa. Thank you for letting us know that you really do things by the book. Like we've all heard you've oh, been sued no- like numerous times at that restaurant. And currently for labor. La- yeah. Yeah. That's why I, Maybe they I just tr- filmed that scene now and just threw it in. I really think they did. Like, I think they're like, let's just add this. So now the perception will be that we like yeah. really follow See, the law. We train them. And yeah, good call. So people are starting to arrive at Tom Tom and Tom is like going around with Stasi checking things and like, sure. Should I put the chairs over here? I think it'd be really, really nice. Ambience. Like, wait, what are you, Brittany now? Ambience? Ambience? Yeah, I think he was thinking of like Ambien and then he just like added like the other word. <laughs> I'm sure that's in his I have to say vocab. something about like I I feel weird that I'm even saying this because 
I don't know. I feel like Schwartz's um, look has been criticized. You know, that it looks like he's doing drugs or like I've heard like a lot of people say that in this episode, I really noticed his skin like and I thought it looked really good and dewy. Did you notice that? Like he just like looked like more luminous than normal. Yeah, I mean, he looked better, healthier, but he still kind of has like a yellowish tint and like the dark circles a little bit, but he looked more alert and vibrant than Yeah, like seasons. I don't know, it just stood out to me a little bit. I was like, "Huh." And he he declined the alcohol offer. He's like, "No, no. I'll pass. I'm going to try and save it up for Miami." Yeah. So it, he's probably trying and probably this is when he was cutting down. So, but then that's this is when Jax is like, "Yep, Brittany Brittany's going to allow me strippers. She says she's not going to say no." He's like, "You know, I'm not on a leash." He's like, there'll be more strip clips in my future. Brittany's cool with it. She's allowing multiple strippers from a party. And then they pan to her. And she's like, yeah, I said he could have as many strippers as he wants. I don't care that boys will be boys. But once I got the ring on it, it's over. Now, I can't speak on this because I did not have this sort of um, fanfare for my wedding that happened in Las Vegas with just Chad and I. But... um, I don't know what type of bride I would be if I would be the one that's like, have some strippers, like go have fun. Or if I would be the psycho one that's like, no, you're going to do a spa day with the boys or like, you know, some <laughs> like you can go to Palm Springs and go golfing. That's it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would be like all the way Brittany. Like I might be somewhere like in the middle. Mm-hmm. Maybe draw the line at uh, last time to sleep with someone. Or one stripper. Yeah. And then it's like, they they do the, it's like one number. Da, 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 da. It's like the old fashioned song. Yeah. And then they just do one number and it's like a tasteful like costume. And then they pack up their boom box and leave. They don't give lap dances to the whole. Yeah. Um, this just reminded me of something, um, that I thought I would share with the podcast. Sarah and I went to, um, at the house of blues once we saw Dita Von Teese and, um, it was really good. And Chad went with, yeah. And also we saw Holly Madison in her show and met her and got, uh, well, items actually, signed when it was awkward. Um, cause that just was you and I, but we brought Chad to burlesque. <laughs> that was that was awkward because we had like front row seats, but it wasn't like a theater. It turns out it was just like a little bar. And the, the pole was right in front of our feet, similar to like how we were at the improv next to the cast. Um, the, the naked, completely naked dancers, performers were it was about ver- two feet from our... Yes, it, we are very much in the splash zone. <laughs> so it was weird sitting next to a couple wondering like is she looking at him is he looking too long are his eyes darting around trying to avoid the vagina right in front of our face yeah because <laughs> it was it was too close as was holly madison <laughs> that was too close yeah um i really want to define this uh hold on um so the book signing starts the event is happening and I thought it was really fun to see that some of Stassi's fans that went to Barnes and Noble, you know, got to be filmed. And 
I thought that was probably like a really cool experience for them. And I enjoyed watching them on the screen. Yeah, I think if you went, you could you would have a good chance of seeing yourself. Yeah. And then um, I also. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking of. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think about like when she cracked her line about she's like, well. She's like, I'm going to read a little uh, part of the book. This is called The Witches of WeHo. We're all about staying friends. So this is what I'm talking. See, she brings the friends thing up. Our our friendships go up and down. We split apart and then we come back together. That's why I'm still friends with someone who effed my ex-boyfriend. Sorry, Brittany. Well, okay. Obviously, she was shading Kristen and Kristen was like, woo. But then she said, sorry, Brittany. But I was like, well, technically, Brittany's slept with your ex-boyfriend, too. And you know how Jackson and Brittany said that they were on a break or whatever? Yeah. So you have two friends that actually fucked your ex-boyfriends. I took it as... So was she shading Kristen, meaning she actually met Brittany? But no, she I was really shading I think she Kristen. was just like... She said sorry to Brittany because she knows that that is like an embarrassing... Like, right. to be clowning on Jax is to clown on Britney. And she's like, I'm used to it. Yeah. She's like, don't worry. It's like Britney. He For sales. With, he slept with like 70% of your friends. But it's fine. Boys will be boys. Um, yeah. short little number maybe she tosses a cowboy hat (laughs) oh it's still going how do I stop it I like legit don't know how it won't stop oh boy there we go (laughs) see I really listen to this a lot on my own that's what I was thinking Chase will come in and then be like okay bye so um (laughs) One of Ronnie's numbers that she's doing in the competition this weekend is she's doing Broadway Baby. Mm. You know, Broadway Baby. So um, apparently my mother-in-law knew it from being done by Natalie Wood or something. I don't know. So Mm -hmm. she's like, Ronnie, come here, come here. And she's showing Ronnie the video. And the girl gets naked in the video. Oh, God. You know, she, like, takes off her top and then, like, the feather fan goes over it. And then, like, she slips off. I mean, it was fine, but it's like, does Ronnie really need to walk? Like, she's like, (laughs) she's like, they stay fully clothed. And I'm like, or or, I mean, covered. And I'm like, yeah, but Ronnie's watching her get all the way naked. Like, it's just not necessary right now. Like, she's probably a little young. She's confused, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. And so she looked at me like she was horrified that I was being like a helicopter parent or something. But I'm like, dude, come on. She doesn't need to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, that was awkward. Um, she talks about, oh, after she said that, you see the look on Nikolai's face too. He was like, what? Like, oh, my best friend fucked my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And then it gets good. So Sandy arrives with his Black Widow bite and... Okay, I had a question, like, right here. Why was he, like, we walked so far? And, like, they're like, yeah, because there's no valet. 
um, we've never used valet at TomTom. They've never had it. So why is he complaining about that? And walked so far from where? From Sir? Like, it's not far. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like... And he walks that all the time. So I, I don't understand. Like, he truly said that. He was like, oh, that, that was such a walk. There's no valet. Like, what? And like that time of day, there's probably meters. Yeah, yeah I, it was like very bizarre. There's pavilions across the street. It's like, are they trying to trick us that like these aren't close together or something <laughs> on TV? Like, because they never really talk about like that. Like, hey, I'm going to go run over and get some napkins from Tom Tom. I'll be right back. Like, they could have cut through the alley and gone up through the back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the manager. Like, shouldn't he have access to like a back like parking spot? I guess the cameras are out front. Yes. So. Yes. They had to film. All right. So he talks about, like, he's like, who's behind the bar? Well, JoJo, who has never bartended, is back there. And then this other guy, Dave, that has a 12-hour shift because they don't have any extra staff. And it's Saturday, so it needs, you know, people work late. Um, So, yeah, it was bad planning. It's just whose responsibility that is, you know. Yeah. I And... What this is doing is it's setting up a great conversation for the Toms to fight. You know, like now they have something to fight about. They're going to have to hammer it. Like clearly T. Sandy has an issue with Schwartz not knowing how to do anything. Like it's really starting to rub him the wrong way, which it should. And it seemed like... All he does is like kiss babies and shake hands. Yeah, and it seems like Schwartz was like semi like aware and embarrassed about it, but is still not going to do anything about it. Like he's like... Don't shame. What did he say? Oh, yeah. He's like, don't, don't condescend me. He's like, it's yeah. not. Dude, it's not. It's just a fact. And it is a legit yeah, fact. Yeah, he's like, don't talk down to me. Don't con. Yeah. Con- don't belittle me and don't condescend. Yeah. Um, But it's like Schwartz himself said he was at FSU and he was planning on going into medical school. So if you can't figure out a basic restaurant point of sale system, how, how are you going to go through medical school? Do you have a ghost in this house? Probably why. I I was like, I keep seeing a shadow in your kitchen. Oh. Did ghosts throw a shadow? It did get cooler in here. (gasps) Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) It did. (laughs) It's also really cold outside that I turned the heat off. So that could be why. Um, Yeah, maybe. But obviously not a vicious one because yeah. I've been here so long. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's not an Amityville situation. So it's like a very intense like meeting because they want to both address the text that was sent. And you can tell like both of them are ready to fight. Um, and so it's kind of like Tom and Ariana versus Tom and Katie and they're both standing there and like the wives like probably shouldn't be involved but neither one of them can like hold it in because like when your spouse is in a fight and like things are especially stakes are high like they both are owners in the restaurant yeah I it was it was good I I love seeing them together yeah I loved it and I I am not the biggest T. Sandy fan. Like sometimes he, he will really get on my nerves. Like he gets on his high horse and he like loves to fight with Stassi and just pick at her. And like it makes me like just have a huge problem with him. But just like last week when I was like refreshed when Jax was on my screen again, it was comforting. And I like I really enjoyed that scene. As soon as T. Sandy started like going off and like stepping into his like he's going to bring a conflict. I felt comforted again, and I w- I really was entertained. 
and seeing them fight. Like, and Stassi really brought it too. I loved it when she started doing her finger pointing and angry face. And he literally has a smile smirk on his face. Like, he's like, yep, she took the bait. Here's our scene. I knew she'd do this. Same old Stassi. It's like she's going to make sure she gets that camera time, that scene, and she did. Game game recognizes game with Stassi. And if there is one thing you can do to a crazy person to drive them insane, it's to laugh at them and and do that look. I know. Like it will... That smugness just makes you orbit. It's kind of like that. Oh, I, I didn't realize I was that important to you. Oh, I really got to you, huh? Yeah. And like yeah. some, I feel like some personalities are like, you didn't. And like, they're fine to walk away and they drop it at that. But like for a true crazy person like myself and like Stassi, that, that can't be, t- you have to like take it to the next level at that point to snuff out that smugness to yeah. scare the crap out of them. And that's what she did. That happened on The Bachelor last week with the girl that had the cum shot of champagne in her face. She was doing it to the other girl and the other girl was just looking at her and she's like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, I'm going to move on now. You can't just move on. And it just escalated that other girl's feelings. And she kept, you know, the, the one girl, she's like, kept trying to, and the one girl drives everyone crazy too, but she was really doing probably the best thing. Although instead of diffusing that girl, it really ex- added fuel to the fire. Yeah. Just by not reacting, that caused a bigger reaction. Yes. She's like, I wish you'd just say, yeah, I did it. Sorry. Then we Sometimes, can move on. Yeah. Like uh, for like a crazy person like that, like we need answers and we need we to like to own it. Yes. And when that doesn't happen, then we have to like erupt around it to like finish it up. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, okay. So, I mean, that was it. The fight was good. Um um, selfish, egotistical, asshole. And she had the full have, finger pointing that she loves to do. I have a meme that I'm going to do. I pray to God no one stole it yet. I'm not even going to say what it is because I think I can do it myself. I'll tell you when we're done. And then, um, yeah. Um, I like. What did you think about her argument where she's like, it's not good enough that your name is on Santa Monica Boulevard? <laughs> like... I- You know, when she said that, like when I like heard her verbalize that, it truly is a really big deal that that bar is named Tom Tom and that it really is an accomplishment. Just like everyone celebrated them getting that bar, it it is truly time to celebrate Stassi getting her book. And I don't think that that's I don't think that T. Sandy is like trying to not celebrate Stassi or make yeah. it about him. He just felt slighted. Like he just felt he like it doesn't matter. It would be she can go around and have control over his bar. Exactly. And like and she is like queen like yeah. I think everyone has in their mind like that Stassi is like at this different level. Um did you hear on the I'm going off on a tangent, you guys, but did you hear on the pod on Stassi's podcast when she mentioned that Tom and Ariana looked at 50 homes mm-hmm. and then she had to say that she, Stassi, does not have the luxury of looking at 50 homes, basically right. saying like, I am triple the amount busy that Tom and Ariana are. Well, they also have been doing it for a year and a half to two years because even when Jeremy was down here that long ago, he was like, they're looking at a home today. Yeah. They're looking. Yeah. So they just took their time and you do it over time. And they, they did it. They were looking before they wrote their book. 
I mean, I just like know with I don't Chad and I like in a way like slightly remind me of Stassi and Bo, but I can tell you right now that there is no way that Chad would have settled on the second house. He is totally like he would want to make sure that he saw all the options and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think to like snuff someone out and like buy the second house, like it truly is like saying like you don't really value their opinion or anything that they want. Like this is about you and you like this house. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it really was a a thing. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I like that Sandy calls and tattles to Ken. He gets his side out there first. Ken's like, Sandoval is spitting blood. He said Stasi caused a commotion in front of customers. You know what? I really appreciated and was entertained by the fact that the call went to Ken versus Lisa. Yeah. Because speaking as people who have been in these restaurants and bars numerous times, I would like almost call ourselves locals, you know, Um, working. We see Ken managing and overseeing way more than Lisa. Yeah. She's, she's walking around and doing her thing or she's, Having a glass of like, I rosé think, with a friend. Yeah, and I think that Ken reports to her what's going on, but mm. he is like, he's the one who is like truly putting in the work. Yeah, we've and seen so, him literally sitting at a table with the dog and a whole bunch of paperwork. And I truly think he walks around and he critiques the staff. Like, I think he is fully watching over them and making sure that the restaurant is run the way she wants and the way that he wants. Like, that's important to them. Mm-hmm. And I like that. But I, it was such a refreshing scene to have Tom call Ken. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. So good job on that, producer Jerry, I guess. But Lisa's going to get to the bottom of it. And I'm sure I, I am, I'm interested and excited to see that, to see who she talks to and what she hears and what conclusion they come to. And Yeah. I th- yeah. I think that they're going to like totally be into T Sandy's side and then they'll hear Stassi's side. And she's a pretty convincing arguer so it, it'll it be a showdown yeah because she won't want him to hear him stomping around claiming it's his bar she'd be like he needs to know his place it's my bar yeah and he shouldn't have embarrassed you either darling yeah <laughs> well um there's just two other little scenes dana brings sheena out to confront her about you know what's going on with you and Max? She's like, no, we're friends. I mean, yeah, we're flirty, but we, now we're not dating. And she's like, are you? And she's like, why are you asking me? Are you going to like confront every girl he slept with? Um, like, are you even dating him? And, or no, she said, you aren't even dating Max though. Cause that's what Max told her. Yeah. And Dana didn't deny that. She said, well, you know, it's at that awkward stage, which we all know that horrible stage where yeah. it's like you think it's somewhere because it's more than once, but it's too soon to. Yeah. Yeah. Guys are such I, dicks, especially in L.A. I appreciate her honesty with that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, And like there's moments when Sheena is like very understanding with her and I'm like oh my god like she's actually being like a good like girl you know like girl code like sometimes I like the way she talks you know about what I, and then other times I'm like Ugh. yeah so she like go, she's almost there yeah so she's like well whatever I mean I'm cool with all of it I'm cool with all the other girls he fucks it's she, 111 she's like woman to woman just you do your thing guard your heart guard your vagina 
<laughs> yeah. Like, AKA, he doesn't like using condoms and he fucks a lot of girls. Yeah. Ew. So, yeah, Dana does seem way out of his league. So, hopefully, that didn't last very long. I'm sorry, but we have to go back to one thing that Sheena said that we forgot to mention. Like, the line when she's like, she may have seen his dick, but I've seen his heart. <laughs> Which was clearly like a lie and like yeah, fake just to, I mean, he was denying all the, yeah. For some all. reason, like when she said that and like when I just said it again right now, I visualize a dick, like a full on dick. And then I visualize like not a heart, like the shape of a heart. I visualize literally the disgusting looking like organ of a heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why. I don't know why that matters, but that's what I see. <laughs> you guys, this is the, the type of amazing content you get on Vanderpump Rules Party. Why would you? one eleven a.m. Yes, yes. So I like um, Tom goes over to Tom's in his like Pepto-Bismol matching socks and slides. It's like, what the fuck? With his soccer chair in hand. Yeah. Ready to to expand to sit down. Yeah, because they got to shade the lack of furniture. Um, He's like telling him he was out of line. He's like, what are you talking? He's like, you know, we can't treat our clients that way. Stassi's not a client, Sandoval says. He's like, she didn't pay. She didn't pay. She's not a client. And Tom nods in agreeance. So I don't know who paid for what, but clearly she didn't. So I'm assuming that means her book publisher didn't either. So who paid? Lisa? Well, they said in the well, in the walkthrough that he's like, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to charge you for the space or anything. But he said for the space. For the space. Yeah. I got the impression that meant she'll pay for the liquor. But I guess if it's. I don't think she paid for drinks for people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I Someone will have gone to this and will give us more details, I hope, mm. because. But so yeah. then he's like, you know, she, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Stassi's banned. She's banned. And that makes more sense. Like, is, does she go to Tom Tom on New Year's Eve just to fuck with Sandoval because he wasn't there and he wasn't there to ban her? Or, as we said earlier, contractual obligations for Lisa. <laughs> Probably that. But. It was, I mean, for her to be there, we know that she did not want to be there. Without I, Tom and Katie Even there. if she was not banned, okay. even if she they were like, they had a picture of her on the wall, she would not want to be there. That is not her personality. Yeah. So one hundred percent, they're like you. Everyone else is making appearances. This is yours. So have fun. We want to see you. Yeah. So then the last point is the previews, and <clears throat> we get. Oh, good! I'm so excited. We get more of Britney's Bachelor. It 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 Bachelor. It low. We thought the Katie wedding. We were so excited when that wedding was over, so we could stop her dumb chance. But now they're back. Yeah. They're back hard. And then Bo says, he's yelling at Sandoval, that nobody even cares about the bar. They're all here to see Stassi. And I posted this, like, I would disagree. Because if you are a fan of Stassi's, you're obviously a fan of the show or were, that's how you ever heard of her. So as fans of the show, Going to Tom Tom is also part of the experience for you. Yes, you would still go to the Stassi event if it was at Denny's, but it happens to be at Tom Tom. 
So if it's a shit show and totally chaotic, the drinks suck or they're, you know, just a mess, you're going to have that opinion of TomTom and you're going to tell your friends about it. You're going to yelp about it or write reviews. You're going to, you know, and then other people that aren't even fans of the show that might go might see these Yelp reviews. And so it really does have the potential of doing some damage to his business if shit isn't operating as it normally would by leaving this bad impression. I mean, I do not want to agree with Bo at all, but I I think there's like two ways to look at her having her event there. It's like, A, she is like helping like the overall brand of the Vanderpump restaurants Mm -hmm. by having it there. That's like a... Or like you said, it's a negative because, yeah, it's not organized. So it's... I I, I get where I get where they are coming from. Like I totally get it. And it's all she had her OOTD thing last year at pump. So who organized that? Who'd she work with on that? Yeah, I think it was low. I think she had her assistant do everything. But I don't know. I mean, she obviously worked with someone at pump. Someone other than Lisa. Yeah. So that same process should have happened at Tom Tom. But I just don't I, I don't think those processes are in place. And that's what we're yeah. going to get to see. I mean, yes, the event was for Stassi and people would have seen I mean, it wherever. If this is a but. full storyline, this one is pretty brilliant. I'm going to hand it to them. I like this one. I like this storyline because I want to see like the procedures that the Toms have in place. I want to see Stassi get in trouble by Lisa. I want to see all of it. So I, I like this one. And it was really fun watching them yell at each other. I what was the most authentic in this episode was T Sandy and Stassi's hate for each other. We know right. they've always hated each other from like day one. They've palatable. They've had a problem with each other and it really comes through the screen. Well, and and it's I, fun when someone can like shut her down yes. the way Ariana used to. Yes. Cause there's not a lot of people that can. So when you find someone that can, but it's I, but I also think TV. that when T Sandy says things to her, it really gets to her. Like I, she acts like, it doesn't but it does she doesn't like when people don't like her right and he's consistently not liked her throughout all the years he tolerates her yes but she knows he still never likes her so the the tension with that like uh, that was it felt real and I liked it so that's about it and all right well you guys if you play the app send us a screenshot of when you played and we'll draw next uh monday so that you guys have a chance to play it i guess um or just i don't know screenshot something and we'll draw and send out some of this vanderpump gardens merch and we definitely want to pre-order some Kristen books oh my god yes but that's probably going to come out after the season it's in june oh okay but there'll be some other things coming up yeah all right cool anything else that's it bye bye